I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Listen, history repeats itself. That's just how it goes. Same way these rappers always bite each other's flows. Same thing my nigga Elvis did with rock and roll, Justin Timberlake, Eminem, then Macklemore. Same this, with silly niggas argue over who gonna snatch the crown. Look around, my nigga. White people don't snatch the sound. This year, I'll probably go to awards, dapper down, watch Iggy win a Grammy as I try to crack a smile. I'm just playing. But all good jokes come with true shit. Some rope, some rope you climb up, they'll hang you with. Same rope you climb up, they hang you with. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Tuesday, and as always, when we have a Tuesday, try to reach out to my main man jay barkley what's going on jay <laughs> what's up man oh man glad you could be in the building man i'm doing well let's go ahead and get to the show enough of these pleasant yeah since, enough bullshit since y'all got time right <laughs> you got shit to do today uh the blackoutist.com that's where you want to go click on things blackoutist.com slash premium become a premium listener the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Hell yeah. Oh, um. So uh, I guess we should get right into the show since we're not. We don't have a lot of time to mess can't, around. Can't dick around today. Yeah, gotta be out of here by eight. Look at you being all responsible. White Twitter done changed you, man. Hey, man, you, I know. I'm trying to, <laughs> white, white Twitter has starting to get more followers, man. man. You know, I'm almost at ten thousand followers now. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I'm at so nine, that's what it is. Nine thousand three hundred seventy-four followers. I just clicked on it just now. Uh, what I really like clicking on though is the list to see what list I'm on. Oh yeah, you on a lot of people lists. Not because the list tell you what people really think about you. Uh, that's true. Now they put you in them lists, and you got you got to check because they they'll they'll fuck around and be like, bitch ass niggas. You put put him on this list. <laughs> Yeah, you, you gotta be careful, man. What what list, what, what the name of some of the niggas list? I hate list <laughs> with one person on it. Niggas tweet too much. I'm on writers publishers list. Uh by Cav Caverly Cat Caverly. Sports by Black Thought T H O T. Net philosophy. Net philosophy. Guess that's net philosophy. Mm-hmm. Cookie and brownie fans. That's a good list. I am a cookie and a brownie fan. It sounds scrumptious. Don't know how this person figured me out. <laughs> stay Maybe woke. Looks smacking good. I'm on the stay woke list. Yep, stay woke. List one. You know, they got likes to keep it simple. They got the generic list that came. But they didn't figure out how to uh, <laughs> I changed the name. name they list. <laughs> uh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, no, that's a good list to be on. I don't either. Dude, that sounds like a killer's list. List one. <laughs> list one of people I will eat their, <laughs> eat their spleen. You the only person on the list? Black Lives Matter. Voices. Uncategorized. Rise up. Damn, this nigga got a picture of some shit on fire. I don't know if I want to be on his list. <laughs> Terrorist watch list, Mike. They're going to be looking at his shit. KKK. <laughs> Twib. I'm on that list. Uh, real. Malcolm thinks I'm real. The Blacks. Yeah, <laughs> keep it simple. By Ian Nishimura. The Blacks. I don't even think that dude, that dude's not even black. Now, how many people on that list, though? Uh, 18 members. He got 18 people there. He got 18 <laughs> blacks. Yeah, you follow. And he's Asian. How many people does he follow in total? Uh, 274. Damn, you made the cut of a slim list though. Could you, but could you imagine if I made a list with him on it just like the chinks or some racist shit like that? The blacks. What hey, is su- that? Suppose there was Chris Chandler's though. 
Right. Well, that still would be racist. <laughs> and we had, love I, him. I just had to tell him that's racist. I know, but imagine he had you on that list the whole time. Right. You never knew it. People I faved. Podcasters. Ferguson protesters. Oh, no. <laughs> Take you off of that list. You uh, I have not fame. protested any of the first. I don't agree with it, but I didn't go out there and protest, guys. Uh, top show host. I like that list. Cool Kid Club. I'm in that one. Music, movies, tackling student debt. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get out of my pockets! <laughs> How you know? God damn, well, you on that list for the government on everything. <laughs> By Sally Mae. God damn, who is this? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the 300, I'm on that list, but the, mem- the list has 302 members. Oh, Mm-mm. they too, too many. Yeah, the black guy who y- tips. Y'all gonna have to fight for that, um. For the for the last two spots, I'm on a list called the black guy who tips that has three members. Who are, who are the who, who all on this list? It's me, my live tweet accounts, and the black guy who tips account. Cool. Not Karen. Did so, you make it? Or Justin? No, I didn't make the list. Y'all didn't make the cut. Nope. Leslie McGuire said y'all 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 need to step y'all game up. My bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't tweet as much as he do about the show. My bad. She's at Captain Dramatic on Twitter, so y'all need to hear her up and tell her to put Karen and Justin on the list. <laughs> I don't want to be on her list. Oh my God, Blurk people. Uh is a list I'm on. Hmm. Uh creative, communication, influencers, black tastic. <laughs> black tastic i like that one see man these lists is, this is this is fun stuff man this is what you need to, everybody go check to see what list you're on the read and such mm-hmm. yeah i'm on several lists what list are you on let me go check oh you didn't even you so you just said that without not checking okay i am on some lists hold on i check. I know you own the list i'm just saying well, i'm on 114 lists i ain't realize all that many lists i made, I made the blacks list you on the blacks list <laughs> yeah nigga <laughs> We black over here, bro. Well, I kind of, I don't, I don't really want to be part of the blacks list. Well, let's. I can mean, I be just the light the skins? skins? List? Yeah. The, the, oh, I'm on the black list too. You should be on the yellows. Uh, oh, I'm on I the got, cool kid list. I got to change mm-hmm. out my passwords now. <laughs> oh, baby, I, I I made the cut for the blacks. And I mean, mm-hmm. no disrespect, uh, in, but I just feel like my shit might be hacked soon. So right. Ooh, awesome podcasters to follow. I made that list. Humor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can tell, that's how you can tell how well you're doing on Twitter. They add Ooh, you to wine the Twitter, because I do be drinking wine. Mm-hmm. You do be drinking it. Uh, y'all ready to get into uh, some of the stories? I made yeah. somebody a list called Miscellaneous, and it's by blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Young Gifted numbers. Black. Um, you sure you got me on the right list, baby? <laughs> uh, um, all right, you, let's. You might look young, they don't care. You need to get into our first segment, guys. What? Uh, what? This doesn't show, sound right. What kind I of think. show is this? Oh, they slow jammed that one. Time to get into the Cosby Show. Oh, I thought somebody was about to get raped. Uh, they ah, well, put your dick away. They might. 
and they probably already have been justin give me a number two number two this is from uh the crew over at verysmartbrothers.com a very great website i think they have a podcast too but i don't know how often it comes out but um they put out an article called the 10 most wrong things about bill cosby asking the black media to stay neutral uh last friday bill cosby finally broke his silence praising his wife for standing by him and specifically asking black media to be neutral there are a couple dozen levels of wrong with that request here are 10 of them one he's not asking he's not actually asking for neutrality he's asking for apathy and willful ignorance yeah, he's not saying, why don't you just don't pick a side, do your job. He's like, don't believe these bitches. Right. <laughs> that's that's, the, that's your job as black people. Stay out of it. Number two, black media is an ambiguous term. Does it refer to all black people working in some capacity of the media or black run media organizations or both? That's That's a valid question. Three, if we define black media as black people working in media and people working for black run media organizations, I know quite a few black people working in the media with uh, quite a few people working for black run media organizations who, because of Bill Cosby's stature and the seriousness of these allegations, were excessively careful, deliberate, even with reporting of the news, myself included. I don't know of anyone who has looked to make Bill Cosby's uh, fall a career short, um, wait, fall a career making story, and even with uh the taste of the pound cake speech still on people's tongues i don't know if anyone who's happy to be reporting on and writing about any of this basically black media has been very fair to bill cosby by placing us in a position where we have to report on and write about the disgraceful fall of someone many of us held very dearly bill cosby has not been fair to black media i agree yeah i don't because i've been partying bye nigga you hateful <laughs> motherfucker you don't like my pants sagging pull he, your pants up you rapey ass nigga that's the problem bill need to pull his pants up and take this on the chin mm-hmm. yeah i hear giving women pound cakes with pills in them and i'm supposed to feel bad i'm the bad guy instead of pulling yeah. his pants down keep right. them up bill keep yours up take your own advice uh Number four, a completely neutral and contextless look at this story would leave us with a man who's been accused of sexual assault by close to three dozen different women. If this man's name was Will Losby instead of Bill Cosby, no one would be prepared to defend this man or give him the benefit of the doubt. A plea for black media to go in with a neutral mind is a plea for black media to consider who Bill Cosby is and what Bill Cosby has given to our culture when choosing to believe these allegations, basically the opposite of having a neutral mind. Five, specifically asking the black media to stay neutral is a way of guilting black people into having his back. You Correct. Ever, you ever notice how many people get black whenever they fuck up? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Michael Jackson went back to black. This this is ignorant. This is ignorant. Michael even went as far as to get his fair card on mm-hmm. his side. The Jew, you was right about the Jews. Oh, Lord. They made me take Kike Me out of my song. <laughs> Remember when he had that song in there? Do me, Kike Me. He was like, what are you doing, Mike? You can't say that. And you know nope. how you know how powerful Mike was at the time. They let it go by once, like when that video first debut, debuted uh, for Black and White, and he said "Jew me, kike me." <laughs> they left it in at first, and then Jewish was like, "Nigga, we own all the, we own every copy of this. Take this shit it's off. It's ours." Now. Yeah, we we actually decide if it gets distributed or not. So you can keep saying that stuff about them black people, but that's coming out. 
it reinforces the popular conspiracy theory that these allegations are the product of white forces conspiring against him and not having his back in this circumstance is effectively selling out number six the ask for black media to stand up for and support him came the same weekend tens of thousands of people flooded the streets of new york city and washington dc to stand for and support the millions of anonymous black men and women who could very well be the next eric garner or the next michael brown to call this timing inappropriate will be like calling the pacific ocean a puddle yeah you ever notice that bill never was out there marching for shit because he doesn't care you know he's not speaking up for the injustices uh put upon black people Mm-mm. over his long ass career like at any moment he could have put himself on the line for black people and he chose not to do that but now suddenly black people need to put themselves on the line to protect him correct you know um seven if someone reminds you to take a shower they're not trying to be a spokesperson for a responsible hygienic activity that's specifically telling you that you stink Specifically reminded black media to stay professional implies that black media is inherently less professional than white media and needs to be reminded to be more professional. Number eight, if number seven is true and it is true, they're specifically asking black media to be professional is just a distilled version of the pound cake speech. Mm-hmm. Number nine, I'm honestly not even sure what Bill Cosby wants when he speaks of neutrality again. Even if you insert no opinion into the story, the fact that there's somewhere between 20 and 35 different women who have alleged that he either sexually assaulted them or attempted to sexually assault them, in fact, does, uh, it is a fact. It does he and others being of the, beating the objectivity drum want to, uh, want us to just withhold our opinions or just stop reporting on actual facts? Stop reporting on actual facts. Number 10, these reminders about excellence and neutrality only came out that he was under an unfavorable spotlight if he was really concerned about the media doing his job and being neutral he would have spoken up years before these stories came to light saying hey black media there are some rumors swirling around me of sexual assault that you haven't covered i think you should cover them (laughs) this this isn't a plea for fairness this it's a bully asking for compassion while being teased by a bigger bully correct um so yeah that was uh, karen you pick a number Mm, let's see let's go for number 10 number 10 yeah and i i get out of zero because i'm not fucking with that one well it's not fucking with black people um former playboy bunny says bill cosby raped her and 12 others a woman claiming bill cosby raped her and a dozen other playboy club waitresses came forward yesterday saying i can name off 12 that i know of 12 former bunnies According to PJ Maston, she was working as a bunny manager. Mm. How do you get that job? You know, at least he got good taste when it comes to who he um, raping. I disagree. Nah, yeah, because a lot of them women ain't sexy to me. Yeah, they're not my type. Mm-mm, they're very. Sweet. I don't even like. I don't even like Playboy bunnies. Can I? Can I go on? on can I just say that? <laughs> like, I've never gotten yeah. a fascination with them skinny ass broads with the fake ass titties ever. Nope, they, they don't got no ass. Nope. Then they always got these giant fake plastic looking titties that stretch their skin to the point that the titties don't even look real. There's no like elasticity in the titties. You can't, you know, you got to put the titty in the elasticity. So, so like I'll like, like a ball with some skin. Right. It's just a, it's just a huge fucking turn off. <laughs> like maybe if you want to fuck like a, a literal plastic Barbie doll that has like, uh, like one of those, uh, fleshlights for the vagina. Maybe you would fuck a Playboy Bunny, but I wouldn't. It's not my hype at all. 
they weigh like 75 pounds <laughs> man they're six foot tall that's very unrealistic they you that tall, tall as a woman it's not, I don't, it's not about being unrealistic isn't they're not attractive to me that's all i'm saying i'm not i like fuller size women. it's just not my thing it's somebody's thing and there's nothing wrong with that being your thing but like i don't just go oh well that's the white standard of beauty good on you bill cause you got 75 of what white people think is beautiful it's like i don't agree with them white people so to me i'm like why don't you just fuck 75 you know uh dogs you know what i mean because i wouldn't fuck them either <laughs> according to pj masson she was working as a bunny manager oh at playboy chicago i'm serious playboy chicago's location when the comedian served her a drug drink in 1979 Awakening hours later, very groggy and very sore, Mastin said she found herself naked with this disgusting man next to me. There were bruise marks. <laughs> disgusting? Yeah. There were bruise marks all over me. I knew I was raped. He bruised her up? Hey, Bill was ahead of the game with he these roofies ro- back in the 70s, man. He was- yeah, you ain't even know. <laughs> so. As the Playboy... Masson says she told her supervisor soon after she supervisor at Playboy. I'm sure they got right on it at the HR department of Playboy. Right. Oh, what happened? You think you got raped by a famous person in the Playboy mansion? We'll get right on that. Just fill this out a triplicate and we'll get back to you. And they hippity hop their asses away. Mm -hmm. Now go ahead and serve these drinks to George Clooney. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Boy, your shorts up your ass. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I think uh you ha I think that bathing suit covers the whole nipple and you know the rule against that. Get those titties out. All right. We'll we'll make sure to get this harassment charge. Uh we we need to do a, a odor test. Yeah. Uh what do you mean an odor test? Uh we're just gonna stick our fingers down there. Right. <laughs> Two finger test. Well we we'll go ahead and check you for the uh sexual harassment as soon as I uh as soon as I uh can get some some head. Oh no, you don't want to do that. All right, buy sweet tits. Yeah, yep. Just, just go ahead and um, pack your little lingerie and get the fuck out. Right. Are you uh, following the uh, Playboy Mansion guidelines when dealing with a male client? Protocols. You know they do expect to be treated well, and you already consented when you walk through the front door. That's what we say. Of course. Uh, as to Playboy, Master said she told her supervisor soon after she claimed Kazi had drugged and raped her at a Chicago hotel. She said to me, you know, that's Hef's best friend, right? Mmm. That low-key shade. <laughs> How many times has she said that to somebody? It could be anybody. Sammy Davis Jr., Johnny Carson. She's like, you know, that's Hef's best friend. How many best friends this nigga got? A lot. All of them. All of them, really. He got one good friend. This is right hand. Right. I don't <laughs> trust half. Drugs. I don't trust half anyway. That dude has a cornucopia of types of women he could be fucking. And he fucks the same model type <laughs> every time. Like, that's like if I worked at a car dealership and I owned it and I could drive any car home and I only drove a 1996 Civic every fucking day. <laughs> Just a different 96 Civic. Like, oh, let me get this one. It's got, I mean, same color, same model. I want everything the same, but just I want 1796 <laughs> Honda Civics. That's it's a waste of fucking access, and that's what you having to represent to me. If I had my pick, my pick of the litter of all these women that want to get naked and fuck me because I'm rich and I take pictures of naked women, I'll be look. It will look like the fucking Rainbow Coalition of just pussy in my life of at all times. It, it will like a fucking Benetton ad. <laughs> how many different kinds of women? I'll be fucking women that I didn't even know they exist just to say I fucked them. Like, oh look, <laughs> it's half 
Wookie, half, <laughs> half Cambodian. I never fucked half Wookie, half Cambodian. I'm gonna get some of that shit for sure. Like, you know, like I'll just be doing dares with my dick at some point. Like <laughs> that dude disgusts me, man. He's a waste of potential and a borderline pedophile. Like that's the other thing. He's been fucking like 17 year olds since he was like 30. Correct. Like he's 70, still fucking 17 year olds. Like. I'm trying to fuck like mm-hmm. barely uh, legal. Right. No, I'm trying to be like when I'm 20, I'm trying to fuck like a 50 year old. Cause I never, you know, who knows what they do with 50, man. They might know more <laughs> shit or two. at 50. You know what I'm saying? They might be willing to do some shit that a fucking 17 year old can't even think about. You know what I mean? Like plus a 17 year old don't want my raggly ass old balls on her and shit. Like the dude's a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted all that. Wasted all that potential. Maybe that's why him and Bill are best friends. Right. He's like, I like to fuck them the same way, too. <laughs> I bet Morgan Freeman be hanging out, too, at the right. house. You know, he like them young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he do. <laughs> these old men with these real young chicks. That's never been my fantasy, Maybe, dog. Maybe maybe I don't understand because I'm not that age. Maybe when I get maybe, 70. Maybe, maybe when I get 70. <laughs> Your attitude might change. But see, I remember when I was like, I think when I was like fucking 17, I was like, wait till I can get some 30-year-old pussy. I bet you that's where it's at. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was like, that's what they probably be doing, all the real shit. When you're 17, like, women still have all these extra demands, and they got dreams they want to accomplish in life and shit. It's too Goals, much. Goals, expectations. Right. Like, 30-year-old, they, they understand the, like, 30, 40, 50, they understand, like, now and the importance of the moment. Yeah, He need to fuck so they can keep up with his stamina level, too. Yeah. Because uh, at 17, I feel like she wants way more than what he wants. Not just that, but she, like, she want to talk afterwards about what she wants to accomplish ah, in life. Right. You know, I've never been, nap? I've never been to Paris. I would really love to go to Paris. You want to go shopping and shit? I mean, Hugh, you know, you, I mean, you've probably been there. What's, what is Paris like? I and mean, you Full gotta, of energy. You got to listen to shit from 16 different 17 year olds. What's wrong with that dude? Well, she want to jump, bounce up and down on the bed and shit. You yeah. like, look, I'm just trying to get this nephew they want to go to a they want to go to a party after a party correct <laughs> well we're gonna just hit up this after party half you want to just go to that like i don't know something wrong with that dude man. he's a fucking pedophile like he not he not technically a pedophile but he's a pedophile basically like 75 there's nothing at an 18 year old can interest me in when i'm 75 oh no i don't want to talk to this bitch about nothing at all what the fuck are we gonna talk about did you see real housewives last night bitch no i'm old talk to me about the great depression and right shit. is this cbs no then fuck right. you you what you know about the eisenhower administration what's an eisenhower yeah, i struggle to talk with my is niece. that an island she's 21 oh, i struggle bitch. to talk with her about because right. she want to talk about shit i have no fucking clue what right. she talking about i was talking to a kid at basketball yesterday and he was telling me how good the j cole album was and i wanted to be like i'm old i don't even care <laughs> <laughs> i don't give a fuck about this nigga that's man. one thing about being old you can say fuck that yeah uh by the way i decided to lie i i'm now if anybody asks i'm a j cole fan i'm tired of arguing about it <laughs> you guys y'all win okay mm-hmm. y'all, so it's people that pressure you into being mm-hmm. a j cole man dude it's worse than mm-hmm. it's get not it isn't worse yet but it's getting up there with nah i thought nope. it was more people that didn't like him like myself like nah him. it's it's nah it's it's not that there's more people that don't like him i think you're right there is it's the people that do like him are very insistent upon making you like him 
Uh-oh. And I can't take it no more. I tried it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I've tried more than once. Like five me, times. Me too. That I shit can't, is a fucking lullaby. No. I can't like them. And I'm tired of having the fucking discussion Mm-mm. about that nigga. So I'm a lie. I'm just going to lie. Nope. It's not worth it to mm-hmm. me. I block you. Don't fuck. Don't argue with me. Now I'm shocked you tried the whole. I tried for two reasons. Cause you know, he light skinned. So I was like, well, let me give his brother a chance. I want to support other light skinned cats. Um, you know, he was, you know, he was giving props to Jay-Z. I was like, oh, well, shit, you know, if he fucks with Jay and Jay was like, yeah, right. he, he the truth. Let, maybe I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. Let me listen to him again. And I was like, nope, not that album. Not, that, he wasn't talking about this album. Let me download this other one. Mm-hmm. Nope, not this one. Nope, nope. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's the other one. The new shit. The new, new shit. This, but nah, it's the same as the other two. What What are they seeing <laughs> that I'm not seeing? Well, I, I, I think... Well, he is from Fayetteville, and he can rap. It's just, he's not for me, man. You know, it's mm-hmm. like he's in my rap friend zone. You know, he's a nice guy. You know? <laughs> nah, yeah. He's definitely the guy I should be fucking, but he just doesn't do it for me in my pants, man. Mm-hmm. Don't He don't make my clit hard when it comes to rap. So, But don't excite me at all. Yeah. Like, I might let him come over and cut my grass, but that's all. Like, <laughs> not giving him no hand jobs, mm-hmm. not watching Netflix with not him. Not sucking your dick, no. Then, you know, I make him leave when Childish Gambino come over. Like, it's not. Correct. It's just not going to happen for me and Jermaine, dog. And I don't mean it in a negative way, but I'm going to lie about it. Cause the hip hop mm-hmm. discussions get to he Karen, you don't get in hip hop discussions so it don't matter for you. <laughs> this shit happens to me at least once a week at the basketball court on Twitter. Somebody goes, Why you don't like you don't like J. Cole, man? You know that J. Cole is hot and I just have to be like, Nah, man, I try and I do this shit seventeen like for seventeen minutes and it's like fuck. No, I should have told this nigga yes at the beginning and just uh, co sign anything he said. You know, See, I learned a long time ago to hit people with that. I hadn't heard it, but I'm gonna check it out. That's what I did yesterday. <laughs> but look, it, <laughs> it didn't work, Justin, because I did that yesterday, and then Q was like, "Yeah, man. Um, actually, I got the song queued up right here, man. Here's my headphones. You want to listen to it?" And I, I just had, man. He broke me. I just was like, "Nah, man. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I already did listen to it, man. I, I don't want to listen to it." <laughs> I, I lied. I was like, "Yeah, you know, I had to listen to a whole album in order. I don't listen to singles or single songs. I had to listen to it all at the same time, and I just don't have the time right now. But I'm gonna do it later. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna lie and say I listen to it next time. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do when they ask you for your favorite line? Uh, oh no, it's easy. Like, uh, like pretend you like." j cole and you try it right oh now. man that, that bumming that new j cole about you bro you like that new j cole oh shit man you talking about that uh that far Hills? Dr- oh nigga nigga hey what's your favorite part what's your favorite uh, part oh shit man remember um i think it's like either track three or seven something like that you know what i'm talking about what no well which one though you know he, uh, got, he got some hot joints on there the joint um, the joint what he talking like, about stay with me you like um i like think it's the world too i think it's yeah i think it's the one that uh what's the chorus what's the chorus hit me with the uh, chorus then i can help you out something like <laughs> something like that you know what i'm talking about it's it's uh, the it's the joint where um he talking about fairville I, th- I think you're talking about that new lauren hill no, nah, no, uh, the joint where he talking about Fayetteville, man. I know J. Cole from Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. You talking about that new D'Angelo that You know what he said he was work- when he talking about working with Jay Z? That was on the first album though. Oh, is that what that was? Oh, okay, man. I'm I I listened to so much Cole, I done got myself confused, <laughs> dog. Uh I think it's the joint where he talking about um Macklemore and shit. 
that one that <laughs> nah, that shit good nah, man nah, you're, you're on the wrong album man you, nah nah it's, I'm, you sure you, you, sure you listen Cole? wait hold on you sure you a j cole fan you don't even know the album damn <laughs> nigga i can't yo you faking you faking this shit where you get your album from i got mine from itunes where you down oh your stuff okay from? that's what i got mine from best buy bro so uh, you, you got, got the, the deluxe you edition got the fake joint now i got the deluxe straight out the best buy packaging so mine came with like five bonus tracks okay yeah see that's what it is you must got the different bonus tracks okay there you go well yeah man but yeah i fuck with it man anyway uh <laughs> you heard that you heard that logic uh, <laughs> yeah I, that's, you just gotta act like you know man they'll know like see you don't really know so i can't fake it with you because you can't know it'd be like <laughs> but if, i guarantee it's a song about fayville on there mm-hmm. it's uh no. yeah it's a song about yeah, blame um, them right it's a song about um you know justice and shit that's got to be on there he definitely got a song about these chicks you know it's the same shit man you just gotta you just gotta get them going oh i think it's um man you say well i downloaded i ain't really get to look at the tracks man see i troll him i'll be like yeah but he ain't better than lil wayne one of them buy his album for well he ain't better than lil wayne Mm, that's a good see that's a good tactic too but i (laughs) think you end up arguing with these niggas all day and i'm trying to avoid the argument is my whole my whole thing is oh, I don't no. want to argue. You name somebody that other people going to jump in the discussion and then you can just walk away. Oh, yeah. See, it was just me. And them to argue in the whole time. Yeah, it was just me. You know, the new shit, too, is uh, at the basketball court, they want to argue with me about Kobe, right? Uh, what's the, how can you argue about Kobe? You know, he not better than Jordan. Here's here's a graphic. Look how many seasons it took him. Look at all this. And, and, I, and I've been shutting it down because I let him do all the numbers. And then I go, yeah, but he's just a better person. <laughs> like he just seemed happier like his family's intact i don't and, see i don't it depends on who who i'm debating with on that um like is this somebody that's even seen jordan play well rob rob came up and was like he's an old punk ass bitch and i was just like oh. yeah he just seemed like a better person than michael jordan you know Did you, but you had to hit rob with but he would have went to duke rob nah that he, nah because <laughs> he'll just, just he'll just say he wouldn't even though he, would, <laughs> even though he's Kobe said he would, he'll just say he would. Nah, don't. You can't, you can't fuck with him. He's just a meathead, dog. He just went on a <laughs> fighting shit, man. I gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick your like. Rob not trying to be logical. When you start a conversation on calling somebody a punk ass bitch, how how much conversation can we have? Hey, oh, you, we not have more. You know, I had um, I had forgot to uh, show Turk the uh, picture from the tournament we was in. Yeah. And uh, she was like, who is that angry little dude in the back? And I was like, oh, that's Rob. Yeah, how you know yeah. this? Damn, how you can tell he was so angry? I forgot he was there. <laughs> Man, I just hope he don't ever do nothing to nobody. <laughs> like, we're going to have to go back and be on TV lying. <laughs> oh, he's a nice dude, man. I can't believe he would ever do something like, like that. I, I'm not gonna be on TV. He seemed like a good person. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna get fired a toothpick. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> he, oh, he was crazy. I always injected steroids in his butt and shit. I was bragging about steroids. Oh, yeah, hey, he coming gonna, in his muscle shakes, mixes. Hey, I'm going to get on TV because I'm going to just talk as ignorant as possible. <laughs> I synced the shit. I synced it. Mm-hmm. They still going to put a camera sir, in your are, face. Now, sir, they're saying your name is Roderick. I'm is him. No. Oh, yes. Get, keep the cameras rolling. Let's I go get, by short and low. Right. Let's get to this line. Now, the die trap that... <laughs> He was saying before he went out there and shot everybody was <laughs> that he was meticulous in all the things that he did in life. So oh. did you say meticulous? Uh, cut the camera off. I meant to say matriculate. Oh, okay, okay. Keep it I'm rolling. Sorry. Keep it rolling. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he matriculated everything that he did in life. 
And it was all based off steroid injections. Oh, I seen him. He tried to he tried to get me to inject him one time and fill his ass. I was like, no, I ain't with that gay shit. <laughs> well, he shot this. Uh, he shot this. You gotta start talking uh, talking about God and shit too. You know, when I shot him, I said, Lord, please don't let it be Rob. And he, it was him. It was him. Uh, but uh, yeah, so <laughs> give me a do rag. But yeah, man, they want to argue about that shit. They want to fuck with Kobe now, man. I'm like, y'all know I'm a Kobe stand. What you thought was gonna happen? They be getting mad too when you won't just concede. Like what you do is you concede the point, which is is he better than Jordan? You always say. So is your argument that Kobe Bryant is not better than Michael Jordan? And they go yes, and I'll say is Michael Jordan the best player of all time? And they say yes. Okay, so Kobe the second best player of all time. All right with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, 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 man. I'm not. I'm saying he's not even in the discussion with Jordan. So then you're saying nobody's in discussion with Jordan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's fine. And that makes him mad. No, so then Kobe argue, is right? the best player of all the other players. I'm okay with that. Yep. And they get mad as shit. They be, I'm like, you arguing against yourself now. Because you already, because Mike, uh, Mike, you know, tall Mike that tried to get into it with Lance. Yep. He be like, he he was the one with the picture and all this shit. He was like, he was waiting on me. Oh, yeah, he loved Jordan. Yeah, and so he was like. Well, people keep trying to say he's better than Jordan. I was like, no, nah, we're we not saying that. We're just saying that he's next. Well, 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 he not better than Jordan. Yeah, I agree. But he, he not, he not better than Jordan. I'm like, that's right, Mike. He's not better than Jordan. But you said like, uh, five years ago that he could be. He could have been five years ago. He didn't win what three more championships. He won two more. So. He not better. He got five. Yep. But now let him leave and go to a different team and win a ring. Oh no, nah, he gets six. It's uh, I'm, I'm talking shit again. <laughs> you know. And but it's always two ways to look at it, man. Like I love when they say, "Well, Jordan won all these MVPs and went to the never lost in the finals." Like how many years he ain't go to the finals though? A lot. Because he ain't go to the finals a lot more years than he did. I that I'd rather go to the finals and lose, and then not go to the finals at all. Yeah. How many finals have Kobe lost? Two. I think it's two. Maybe three. one with the not one with Detroit, one uh, once against Detroit, once against the Celtics. I think. Okay. So two. And they no they won against the Heat. They, yeah, they beat. Okay. Well, no, nah, they didn't play the Heat in the finals. The Lakers haven't played. They played the Magic. They played um, the Celtics, and then they played uh, Detroit. Um, who else did they play in the finals? Uh, I mean, I know the they beat the Pacers. Uh, in the Pacers, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's the point being, people just it's what you it's what you choose to score. Like, because yep. he kept like he was like, well, he's shooting a low percentage. I was like, Jordan wouldn't even have been playing at this age because he was too sorry and he stayed getting hurt. And I do like. I was it. like, you're not gonna bring up the Wizards years for Jordan because he was he was trying to play and he wasn't able. He was playing and then sitting out ten games. Kobe is a modern day miracle to even be able to get his ass out there with that sorry ass team. Yep, and averaging 25. Yeah, they hate that shit. But it's percentage. I'm like, the whole team suck. What do you want? So? <laughs> like, <laughs> he shouldn't even be playing. He's just padding stats at this point, dog. He's killing them. And he was like, well, then why didn't he just stay home if he's not going to play great? Because it's $25 million. I'd roll my ass out there in a wheelchair for $25 million. What's wrong with you? Who the fuck wouldn't take that money? Your favorite would. If they gave Jordan $25 million today. He take his ass out there in some athletic socks <laughs> and motherfucking seven knee braces because it's $25 million. 
it's like shit steve nash ain't even playing for his money and you letting it slide correct he says the shit about they, steve nash being broke they like, forget about that. steve nash because he white he get a pass i said it anyway <laughs> uh back to this shit uh i said yes she said uh you know that he having his best friend is bill Cosby. that's what we left off uh so she said i said yes i know he's his best friend she said well nobody's going to believe you i suggest you keep your mouth shut that was good advice connecting with other former bunnies on Facebook. well you know what she was right it's 2014 and nobody believes these women <laughs> connecting with other former bunnies on facebook and at reunions master said several women share similar stories of being raped by Kazi. at least a dozen remain ashamed to come forward frightened to come forward on Tuesday, a woman in L.A. County filed a civil lawsuit that Kazi had raped her in the Playboy Mansion when she was 15 years old. So that's and that's another story on the Kazi Gate. But uh, let me see. Let me do one. Um, uh, here's one. Speaking of that Playboy bunny lady, uh, apparently Bill Cosby gave a woman a lace cocktail. And she woke up to Bill Cosby sucking her toes. Oh. Bill oh. stayed with drugs, didn't he? On top of all that, he's a tomosexual. How did he never get pulled over and not, like, he kept drugs on him at all times? He had his pants pulled up. <laughs> to- crazy, you know, crazy looking sweaters. He had to look like he had drugs on him. Look, <laughs> I, I hate to vilify people, but tomosexuality is a choice. <laughs> and, uh, it's one that people need to to stop doing if they're gonna be pay, making people pass out okay i wonder which he prefers the big toe or the pinky toe which one he find the sexiest probably put them all in his mouth and do that zerbert thing that, oh. <laughs> that thing you know what i'm talking about yep. the first accusation against the comedian pro- possibly within the statute of limitations because it would happen when it was in 2008 damn he was getting them in 2008 Man, Bill got a high, oh, what is it? Not libido, sex drive. Dog, think about that lazy eye, all glassy, looking at you. Oh, <laughs> you don't up, know what he looking at. Feeding you in his mouth. Sexy. Smelling like medicine. Alleg- <laughs> allegedly, the victim, Chloe Goins, told the Daily Mail that she was 18 when she met Kazi at the Playboy Mansion in the summer of 2008. Now, see, this, a, this should be a lesson for all young girls. That the Playboy Mansion really ain't what it's cracked up to be. You go there, you're going to get raped by some old 70-year-old dude. Why are you in the prime of your life? Mm-hmm. You got your whole life ahead of you. And you got to deal with this nigga uh, putting, his, putting your feet in his mouth and while you passed out. And apparently all of you helping the friends. They waking up with bruises. They waking up with feet in their mouth. Like, what the fuck do he do when they sleep? He's still looking I, like I, a playmate, though. I, I don't know, but uh, if he beating them like that door, beat my arm and left me a bruise, he hurting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, how strong? That's that old man strength for real, because yeah. seems like at, at 70, he ought to be frail, and you just push him off. If anything, you well, not if you passed, him. Now if you passed out, how you going to push him off? I'm talking about when they when the other girls that, um, well, that weren't the, always passed out. The other out. one said he was like, he like oh yeah i know what you mean but the other one i mean when you pass when you on drugs you weak like you about he gave you enough that he thought would pass you out correct so you definitely don't have the strength to fight him <laughs> off right you just have enough strength to get out <laughs> he doing t- he doing he doing medical trials and shit mm-hmm. yeah. for rape look he he made he it a trend out of them women bill cosby did this so that you wouldn't have to it today like right you, like this is the this is the appropriate amount of roofing. Three parts chromium, uh, one part <laughs> hypotrypnol. He broke it down to which type of drink works the best with the medication mm-hmm. and everything. Let me guess, a Scotch woman. You know something's up with him when he's like, 
you want me to fix your drink? How much you weigh? About 157, <laughs> 158? All right, 139. All right, well, I'll just go to the blues. Uh, he oh, got, Lord. she says when she met him at the Playboy Mansion in 2008, he got drinks for her and her friend, and she began to feel foggy not long after. She told the male high Hugh, uh, Hugh Hefner noticed that she looked ill and offered her a bedroom to lie down in. See, I think Hef was in on it. Because he, like in another article, I haven't read yet, and I'll read it after this, but he, Kef said, if I knew what was going on, I would have stopped it. I'm like, would you? Yeah, he would have sent her ass home for not wanting to fuck. That's what yeah. he would have did. He'd like, oh, you in my mansion and you're not trying to fuck? Right. You got to go. You having a beacon of ver- mer- moral virtue. Get this bitch with morals up out my house. Right. Her and her standards. They you got know, to go. You know, the integrity of the Playboy Mansion is a bomb of reproach. When Bill offered to show me the room, he said he knew the way. He seemed nice, and I don't remember feeling nervous or that it was weird. She said she passed out and woke up to him licking her feet. So that's another thing. When you're 18, you stupid enough to probably think like, oh, this guy has my best interest in mind, which is why an 18-year-old in, like, is almost just going to be a victim in the Playmate, in the Play Bunny ranch if she's thinks that everything's on the up and up because these people are like predators right like they are waiting for the week to fall off so that they can fuck and they know you inexperienced they know you don't know and when you're young you're less apt to be like "Uh uh-uh right because yeah there's an age where and i think this goes for men and women you just don't feel at like there's shit that if it happened to me now at 30 something i would be like no i'm not doing that what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Whereas if I was like 21, 17, 18, I'd be like, I guess this person is an adult. And they must know better than me. Right. What's they going must on. have my own interests at heart. Yeah. Right. But now since I'm older, yeah, I did a lot of shit when I was young. And now I'm like, nope, you can kiss my ass and go about my feelings and don't care about you talking about <laughs> me, calling me a bitch. Say whatever you want to say. I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I remember I had this creepy old professor uh, for my speech class that I think he was trying to um, get with me. Uh, one time, <laughs> cause he had like his own office, but he also had another office that was like it. It was like in the 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 um the area of the school where it wasn't like offices. It was like um classrooms, and then like the theater room, and, mm-hmm. and the, like the actual theater, and then there was like another room. And so he was like, "Uh, can you meet me at the class to talk about your?" speech and i was like wow i'm getting all a's like mm-hmm. he put that I, like, I don't need this i don't need to see you for shit see you m come see me right <laughs> right and like it was you know and it was one of those things where like he seemed gay but it wasn't like flamboyantly gay but it's just like oh he probably gay you know what i mean and since mm-hmm. i didn't care like even at that age i just didn't really give a fuck it's like you gay you gay so what so um like he was like can you come see me after the class with tomorrow in my office and I was like, okay, I'm like it's what, like 10 a.m. or some shit. I'm like, all right, I'll just come by real quick. And he's like, no, no, come by like after class, like seven o'clock or something. I'm like, seven o'clock? Like school not even in at seven o'clock. <laughs> I have shit to do. I was like, I have a job. I can't be, you know, out too much. He's like, well, if you want this grade, you're going to need to come by my office. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, and like in my mind, I'm still thinking like, this dude's just being a dick. And I showed right. up, man, listen. This office was so dark. Yeah, the candles lit. Nigga, what? Oh. Like, it felt like a nightlight was on. <laughs> it was so dark. And this nigga had a bed next to his desk. I'm not joking. Oh. 
Ooh. I sat so far across the room. He's like, come on, come close. I was like, no, I can see from here. Uh, he was like, well, you know, you want to talk about this test? I was like, I don't really want to talk about the test. Shit, you can't see the test. Right. No, he's like, well, you know, I felt that your speech, you know, was, was good, but you know, just, uh, you need to make sure you do this. I was like, I will make sure. And I just like, like, you know how you just have like one foot out the door, like leaning in? Like, yeah. I was just like, I will make sure that that gets done. Uh, you have a good day. He was like, well, was one more thing. I was like, clunk, close the door. We could talked about this in class. Right. It wasn't nothing important at all, dude. Mm-hmm. So. Guarantee you've done that before. Yeah. Some dude probably was like, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> I got an A. I got an A. Just don't tell nobody. Yeah. Or a woman. Who knows? He may have yeah. done it a little bit to everybody. I don't know what he was into. It just, I'm just saying, saying like he was into dudes. Plus, the nigga had on like a robe. It wasn't a Bill Cosby robe. Ah, <laughs> it's colorful. It wasn't school appropriate. You know what I mean? It was just some, it was just some, some real shady it's shit. Hit you with that Sharon Stone to open his legs up. <laughs> right. Oh, Uncross his legs and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it was funny cause like in his class, you know, he dressed in a suit and shit. But in this office, like I know it's not appropriate to say, but this is not an appropriate show. He was dressed more gay, if you know what I'm saying. It was just more gay. I don't even know how to, you know, it's I like, right. imagine in your mind, like, stereo the, the negative stereotypes or positive depending on what you went to stereotypes of gayness it was more gay like he was just very like flamboyant. his shirt was, was unbuttoned flamboyant. like his shirt was unbuttoned like to the fifth button and there was no t-shirt underneath you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like uh, he got a robe on and you can't tell if he got on shorts or not like that oh kind of that kind of like i don't think this dude might be trying to fuck i don't know like he's greased up for some reason it's shiny it's like, listen, you old ass nigga. I don't, I don't want to A this bad. I'll take a B. No, get that glitter away from me, sir. You know, but, um, yeah, I just remember that. And I, but I, but it makes you think back to like at 30, I'd be like, I'm not coming to your office. Not because I think something's going to happen, but like, what the fuck could possibly be that fucking important? I know I'm doing a good job. Correct. I don't have time for the bullshit. Tell me now or don't tell me at all. Right. As opposed to at 17, I guess I go by his office, see what he wants. Maybe it's important. It wasn't important. Mm-mm. Anyway. They were like, whatever you need to tell me, tell me right here. If not, fuck you. Right. And I'm sure, you know, at 30, Bill Cosby wouldn't. That's why he tried it with so many of these younger ladies. Right. Because at 30, there's a lot of women that will be like, oh, this feels wrong. And I think you're up to something. And no, I'm not coming to your house. No, I'm not drinking a fucking some weird ass drink. And I'm not hanging out with you. Right. Um, I came to, she says. And remember seeing this big man crouched over me. It was Bill Cosby. And he was at my feet, kind of licking and kissing him. And I think he bit my toe because that's what woke me up. Oh. I kind of thank God for that because that's what woke me up and I came too. I was shocked. I said, hey, what's going on? He didn't really say anything, didn't explain anything or give a reason. Because it's not one. He turned into Peter. (laughs) He jumped up, pulled his pants back up and left. He had seen that I was alert and bolted out of there, and I was in the room by myself. Right, because, and who's to say what he did prior to her waking up? And he may have just been getting started. He probably tried to stuff some napkins in her toes. He tried every hole. Y'all remember we stuffed the napkins in that that chocolate cake after he ate a whole lot of it? Mm -mm. Oh. Oh, well. 
uh going because i wasted that joke uh people in podcast man i know some of y'all remember the cosy show no minutes watch it he he felt rapey and creepy to me back then so i never watched it <laughs> going said she is, <laughs> she is sure cosy had been licking her breast and groping her body as well she's sure about this of course she probably had spit on her and shit right smell like jello mm-hmm. jello pudding <laughs> why my titties smell like grape i normally smell fishy but now mm. I smell sweet and candy like this is kind of a key lime aftertaste. <laughs> she said, I remember waking up and feeling moist all over. All over her body. Like he had been <laughs> licking all over me. He wasn't on my breast when I awoke, but I could feel, you know, the saliva on them and that he'd been licking me. I felt embarrassed. It was Aww. gross, icky feeling. I felt very violated and humiliated. Oh, I bet you he don't like dry sex. <laughs> nope. Ain't nobody likes oh no we read an article yesterday <laughs> apparently dry sex is big in parts of india and that's africa. what's hot in the streets over there yeah mm-hmm. well you said africa india and africa mm-hmm. oh well you know africa especially come on the- man you about to say something ignorant go ahead <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let me be ignorant <laughs> let me be ignorant uh now so i can't remember i don't even know if i need to read it but basically oh yeah Hugh Hugh, Hugh, when he raped, he admitted to raping being rapey who did? Does it end with Bill Cosby admitting to be? Of course not. Rapey. He never gonna admit. It. <laughs> oh no, he gonna. Uh, Hugh Hefner said he would never tolerate the kind of abusive behavior Cosby is being accused of. Uh, he said the mere thought of these allegations is truly saddening. Because you know, I just have a lot of young, half-naked, drugged-up women around me constantly, and then a bunch of older, lecherous men that hang around me because <laughs> of the drunk women and the code of silence around the Playboy Mansion. I never would think someone would take advantage of that and start fucking them. Nope. Uh, especially without their consent. I mean, we respect these women so much. And that's 17-year-old opinions. We love these hoes around here. What is it? What is it? What is Bill thinking? Yeah, this, we don't mistreat the hoes. This one girl was in the Playboy Mansion. She was 15. What the, what the fuck is she doing in there? I don't Fake like ID? how's that even legal? Fake ID. I mean, well, technically, you can go to anybody's house at fifteen. Yeah. Um, I guess technically. But, but I'm just saying. What is her that, mama? You're fifteen and you're in the Playboy Mansion. What is her daddy? That seems so wrong. Who invited her? Her old? Did you go with her? Old, she went with her older sister. I bet. Yeah, and they probably told lied and said she was of age. She said she got drunk and sexually assaulted the Playboy Mansion when she was just fifteen. Wow. A bet. psychologist validates her claim of childhood sexual abuse, but the shrink doesn't say who did it. Well, I hope that changed her life for the better. Like you learned to stay mm-hmm. not go to parties and drink alcohol underage. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, that's a good point, man. That's the best way to teach them, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. You just have a little to rape. Rape, a little rape That's how I learned. That's how I learned the best, you mm-hmm. know. Whenever I mess up, a like unwanted sexual assault would right. teach your ass not I, to do shit. You get caught jaywalking, that's a rape. You know, next thing you know, stay out of the street, wait for the right. light. I bet you mm-hmm. learned all your presentations was on fleek from then on, wasn't mm, it? Uh, <laughs> almost. Yeah. I actually failed that class. Uh, that dude should have did a better job raping me, and he let me go that day, and he probably should have just took it. Yep. <laughs> then I would have got an A. Yep, a little rubby rubby on the booty hole, or change your life. <laughs> right. you never oh, noticed. Damn. You never know. You never know. Just until you try. Justin was determined to kick the show there. <laughs> Everybody remember that before y'all write in. <laughs> nope. Oh, Did you put this on me. 
but I don't believe you having her. <laughs> like, that, like that dude was like, oh, I was so hurt when I heard that. Cause I didn't get in on it, dog. Like, I could have been raping them too. Shit. I've been getting consent all these years. Um, alright. Let's get into some other stuff. We got some regular ass articles. Um, I don't know how much you guys been keeping up with, with the news. But apparently. <laughs> Watch the news. The Taliban is saying that they killed 100 plus kids because their parents helped America. Goddamn. They proud of this? yeah <laughs> they are bragging about this they slaughtered an unprecedented amount at least 132 students Ooh. at a school in the peshawar in peshawar pakistan uh pakistan shows uh it's it's the most gruesome possible way that the pakistani taliban known as the ttp have not yet been defeated or brought under control by the pakistani uh military's recent offensive certainly that was the objective of the attack the school is a private one run by the army for the children of soldiers the well, ttp why, why is in the army they're protecting the kids uh they probably were i don't know the ttp is ready for a long long war against the u.s puppet state of pakistan a ttp commander told me uh when i reached out on his afghan cell phone we are just <laughs> displaced but we are still in positions to attack whenever we want, said uh, Jihad Yar Wazir. Yar Wazir justified the killings as fitting retribution. The parents of the army school are army soldiers, and they are behind the massive killings of our kids and the indiscriminate bombing in North and South Waristan, uh, which are the TTP strongholds. To hurt them at their safe haven at home, such an attack is perfect revenge. Well, I'm all right with wow. them. If it's kid for kid, then I'm okay with that. What about our kids and children, he said. These are the kids of the U.S.-backed Pakistani army. They should stop their parents from bombing our families and children. These kids are innocent because they are wearing a suit and tie and Western shirts. But our kids, military, our kids are wearing Islamic shalwar kameez, uh, do not uh, come before the eyes of the media and the West. Yawazir said the TTP... Uh, has long list of attacks that it will carry out in the Pakistan in Pakistan against the security forces whose efforts to crush the group are supported by the United States. The regions where it has served as refuge for Al Qaeda, which is the main American target. Uh, all Peshawar, all Peshawar based journal, journalist, oh wait, a Peshawar based journalist, author, and terrorism expert. Aquil Yousafzai, Yousafzai, okay, says today's attack is a big blow for Pakistan's counterterrorism strategy and policies. The Army's public school was not only for Army kids. Most of the kids are civilian kids. What is worse is that the media reached the school before the rapid response force or the police or the military. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, TMZ be everywhere. Why wouldn't they be there first? Yeah, TMZ worldwide. According to eyewitnesses, six attackers came in a car, set fire to it, then entered the school compound about 10 a.m. by scaling the wall. We thought it must be children playing some game. A worker at the school told routers, but then we saw a lot of firearms with them. It appears the attackers had little interest in taking hostages. One is reported to have blown himself up along with many victims. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it is hilarious. He blew himself up. But detonating the suicide, <laughs> by detonating a, uh, by detonating a suicide vest, the killers, Went from classroom to classroom, mowing down teachers and students alike. The latest report does told is 80 children, 46 adults. But that is expected to rise. As of early afternoon, some of the attackers still appear to be putting up a fight. 
Shit. You know, I don't care what evil I might do in the world. I'm still, it, it's not going to consist in me blowing myself up. They're like, no, we got, I got a different plan. You know what? I'll, I'll throw that vest at them and detonate it and it'll blow them up. And then when they come get me, I'm going to keep shooting at them till somebody gets me. But mm. it, it's not, it's oh. never going to consist. Oh, they'll kill you because the whole goal is for you to die. Like, that's the whole goal of you going in there with the Because if I survive, I can go and kill more people for us, dog. No. Nope. For our cause. They don't look at it like that. The death toll is at 141 right now. Oh. Uh, nearly all children. Um, send out the drones. Just, just send out the drones. Yeah. Um, uh, and then some people were telling me that some of the details, like they like beheaded certain kids in front of the other kids. They burned teachers alive, made the kids watch <laughs> stuff like what? that. Yeah, it is. What? How are you at this military school and nobody else has weapons? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's not like all the teachers will have guns and shit. Why not? What they, don't they realize? They 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 do know they're at war, right? Don't um, they, don't they, aren't they consistently fighting these people? No, just like here in America, we don't require teachers to carry guns. They like this is a goddamn school. They were wearing plain white shalwar kameez pajama like trousers with a long shirt. They had very long beards. They were speaking in Arabic with each other. I saw them killing the students. I escaped by hiding under the chair. My best friend was also murdered, though he pleaded for his life. Um, initially students thought it might have been maintenance work that was being done on the building. At first we thought it was some repair work in the, uh, on going on in the backyard, but then the bullets were fired in the back door of the main hall and the terrorists entered the hall and opened fire on the students. I won't be able to forget the hard images for the rest of my life. I promise to take revenge for my fellow students. I will fight these cowards and destroy them. Mm. Damn. Uh, so it sounds like they made more enemies than it had they just left the school alone. That's correct. I mean, that, but that's all killing. That's all it ever does. Right. That's all wars and all that stuff does. It's take people and people get mad and want to fight more. Yeah. Is that land even even valuable? What are they fighting over? Some like one house in in the middle of a forest or something? No, they fight over desert. Man, how would I know? I don't know. That's I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there. I think from what Roger's read, sounds like uh, people have died and they're angry because of it. I mean, this is what happens when you have a war on a ideology like terrorism. You know, correct. It, it, it's not like a country where you can go. You know, hey, let's fight this. You know, let's fight until we own this land. Like you're fighting these people wherever they live wherever they exist wherever they run to and you killing an to the people. last person and you're fighting their kids because they're teaching their kids this shit you're fighting right like there's no end in sight and when you just have a, a ideal like we're gonna erase terrorism from the fucking globe mm -mm. Y you're not gonna be able to have a mark where you just go and then we won you know what nope. i mean it's like it's like the war on drugs is a concept you know what I mean? Right. Can, we, can we get them an island to go be terrorists at? Like you, you all stay on this island and and have fun. You can have this whole island to yourself. It yeah, I'm sure they'll like follow that. the rules because you know that's what terrorists is, terrorism is all about is following the rules. You know, um, it's kind of weird because in America, you know, people, especially in light of recent events, people will be like, well, you know the riot is the voice of the unheard or the you know the people that are marginalized to a point where nobody will ever say anything so it's like the language that they use is rioting terrorism in some to some extent right. is the same idea same which is tactic. yes we're going to we're so aggrieved whatever whatever our gripe is 
we're going to kill people until you talk about what the problem is you know like we're, we're gonna we're gonna blow shit up until you tell us until till you give us the uh you know uh give us whatever it is that we want or at least discuss our gripes or leave us alone or whatever it is you know because like these people said I, and i don't doubt them some of their children have been killed right you know and i'm just not joining any calls i gotta blow myself up Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's why i draw the line but, at, but at, at but joining at, your calls but at the same time when you're dealing with people that are desperate and they like look if you die we'll take care of your family you know like uh and a lot of times if you've even said it uh only time poor people take shit by violence a lot of times they they go and they take shit because they're tired of not being heard and they want their voices out there and they want you to pay attention and it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of these people come from like a lot of small villages and shit like that where it's not a lot of resources and you've never really been and not me included never been in a place where you didn't have any other option either yeah i don't like i said i don't know for sure i know they had peace talks uh earlier this year um they broke down there was a couple of attacks on uh, around pakistan's uh airport in karachi or that chris brown used to date in june um, yeah. but uh after that you know um the pakistan military apparently launched a, a huge offensive um to clear out the rest of the, the the taliban there and this has been a response to that they said the campaign has displaced tens of thousands of people the pakistan taliban are also against western style education for children and the employment of women so it's not even like you know you can win with 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 this certain shit you know Mm -mm. it's against the ideals of a lot of people just who are for freedom period i want women to have the the freedom to work i want children to have the freedom to be educated you know and if somebody's willing to die to make sure that shit that shit doesn't happen or if they feel like you know that means those people are fair game for trying to get an education you know, who didn't want their women to work? A lot of people don't. Damn. A lot of shit, people in America don't Damn. want women Damn. to work. No, being a house husband is winning. Mm-hmm. They just don't know. So, uh, but yeah, man. Um, I, I, my, my, like I said, my boys on uh, the wing night thread, they were talking about the details of the attack, and it just sounded like some real scary shit, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Right. I, I still would be out trying to be like, you know, and and the, the highlight of our revenge is we're gonna kill their children too. I just don't, I couldn't get down with it. I mean, I, I'm i okay with them killing children for children if that's what they feel yeah, like. Yeah, I was going to say, what if, but what if, like, but they I had killed Jeremy? In. What if somebody had killed Jeremy and then you felt like you had, there was never going to be justice, there was never going to be a trial, there was never going to be, uh, it was just considered an act of war, and Jeremy, as, as you know him, he was not an enemy combatant, he wasn't fighting any fight, he's right. just... He's just your brother, Jeremy. You wouldn't feel like, fuck it, I want to get these motherfuckers back? Because I would if yeah, they killed my brother. But I don't know that I would go after their kids. I want to kill them. Like, I, that's who like I feel like, to me, I would feel like they killed my my brother. They killed my kid. And I wouldn't, like, I would be so mad. I could see myself being like, yeah, I, I want to do whatever it takes to hurt them the most possible. And a lot of people would. You know, it's like how they say all fairs in love and war, in love and war. I think you can get pushed to a point where you just like, I don't care what the rules are. Right. I don't care what the moral, 
who's more, more morally correct. Right. And I just want you to feel the same pain because if you feel the same pain that I'm feeling, maybe you'll stop next time, and, you know? And I think too, a lot of people talk hypothetical when they're not in the, the that uh, point of sorrow. So everything is hypothetical or, 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 or hypothesis on what you think you would do. But until that pain actually hits you, most people really don't know how they would respond to a grief like that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's easy for us to, you know, say here, cause right. we have a level of privilege where it's just like, you couldn't, you almost couldn't see this shit happening, but correct. I mean, after nine eleven, we started a war. <laughs> you know, we, we sure did. We went, we went killing people. Like we, and I'm sure some of those happy. people were children. I'm sure some of those people were, you know, you know, we're, we're innocents, but America has never killed children. Ever. Right. You know, we tortured people mm-hmm. for years and then it was said we weren't. And when it came out, went, what's the big fucking deal? <laughs> Why do y'all care? So they tried, they still want to justify torturing people now. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Dick Cheney said, yeah, I did it, bitch. And I do it again. Yeah. Like, you know, people are asking like, why are y'all asking? You know, what y'all trying to say? You know, like it's just, um, it, it, it's just amazing that, that people are, um, so, I don't know, just so, we're so privileged that because we can't see it, um, we're just like, uh, these, apparently, um, these motherfuckers is mad. <laughs> I don't, why don't right. they just let it go? They more than mad. Right, because yeah. you ain't lost your whole family. Nobody's kicking down your door, shooting your family members, raping your sisters and brothers in yeah. front of you. So because they are allies of the U.S., then I'm sure we'll be over there getting involved with it then. Yeah. Why can't they just let it go? Right. Like, why would they attack, you know, the school with the kids? Like, I, it's easy for me to say, man. But um, they said they stormed the, the auditorium. 16-year-old heard one say, there are so many children, go and get them. Schoolboy played dead as gunmen pumped bullets in the students' bodies. Said, I lay as still as I could and closed my eyes, waiting to get shot again. 10-year-old also described how he saw two classmates shot in front of him. Mohammed Muneeb said, I saw my own brother die. He was shot in the throat. One said there were bodies everywhere. The city is filled with dead bodies. Gunmen pressure walk entered the school, started shooting at random. One terrorist blew himself up in a classroom containing 60 children. Taliban accepted the responsibility for the attack, claiming it was just a trailer. Like a trailer for a movie. Shit. I can't believe they were bragging about it, though. Because they won't. Everybody I mean, know they did it. Yeah. You know, if you're going to plan some shit like this, you definitely want them to know that uh, that y'all did this to them. And, that it, you and know. Then basically what you're going to do, because <laughs> basically because they're not, quote unquote, when it comes to terrorists, a lot of, and, and America is trained to fight an army like old fashioned war. We got our uniforms on. You got your uniforms on. We recognize you. You recognize us. But these people are in plain civilian clothes like they don't stand out. They they're normal, everyday people. They live among people and all this shit so it's one of those things where like yeah we did it and what you gonna do because we look like the community yeah they said some of the bodies are headless because they think they cut the kids heads off i just hope they can resolve it without having to keep killing more and more uh, families dog i don't know i mean i hope they can't obviously everybody hopes that but shit man i don't know what yeah it's just a bad fucking vibe bad thing shooting kids in the throat Mm mm-hmm 
talk about some more upbeat and, news. And what the other part of yeah. that too is even like you said, even even if even if the government parts resolve it peacefully, that kid saw his brother get shot in the throat. He's not gonna ever forget that. Correct. You, I mean you heard one of the kids like yeah. I want revenge. Like yeah. so that's not gonna go away. Um you know, honestly I uh, hate to go on a limb here, but not a fan of the Taliban. Sorry guys. Just not a big not a big fan. Uh mm-hmm. this not pro Taliban. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be very upset by that. I hope you don't cancel your premium subscriptions, but, um, gotta say, not, not a big fan of killing all those kids. Mm-mm. Police have identified the man uh, behind the ongoing siege in Sydney. I think, I think that siege is over now, but, uh, there was a man named Heron Monis, self-proclaimed cleric and former spiritual healer who granted, who was granted political asylum in Australia from Iran. Monus was recently charged with 50 counts of indecent exposure and sexual assault as an accessory to the murder of his wife, who was stabbed and lit on fire in Sydney last year. Shit. He was also convicted of sending offensive letters to the family members of dead Australian soldiers. So uh, his ideology is just so strong and so powerful that it clouds his vision for common sense and objectiveness. Manny Conditis, Monus's former lawyer, told Australia ABC... Uh, Conditus also said he believe Monis is acting alone. This is a one-off random individual. It's not a concerted terrorism event or act. It's a damaged goods individual who's done something outrageous. He likened, he recently likened himself on his own webpage to WikiLinks founder Julian Assange, claiming the most recent charges against him have been laid for political reasons. His website also carries a quote uh, posted earlier this month stating, I used to be a Rafidi, but not anymore. Now I'm a Muslim. Alhamdulillah. It has been Monus's uh, ongoing legal battle for his conviction for pinning poisonous letters to the families of dead Australian <laughs> soldiers oh. between 2007 and 2009 that has consumed them. Like pin the tail on a donkey. What the Damn. fuck is happening? No pen, p e n, like writing with a pen. He's been oh, writing oh. poisonous letters to the family. Like he's been writing letters, you know, like fuck that dead motherfucker. And you open it up and it kills you. No, no, just his words are evil. They're mean. Oh, he's been oh, saying okay. mean things to people whose ch- children died in at war. You know. Oh, it is understood Monday's incident followed an unsuccessful last ditch attempt. In the high court on Friday to have the charges overturned. Uh, police negotiations with Monis, who last night took over a dozen people hostage in the Chocolate Cafe in Sydney's Martin Place, are ongoing. Earlier today, six people fled the cafe, though it was not immediately clear if they were released or escaped. Um, I think it's over now, despite reports that the oh, Sydney was closed. Um, no, that's not it. Um, where's the latest update because i believe it's over the siege is now over um and where's the final report for that two hostages dead at the police store in australian cafe uh two people are reportedly dead and three more are reportedly in serious condition after heavily armed police stormed the lint cafe in sydney this morning just before the raid several more hostages fled the cafe where they've been held by a gunman identified as man haran monis a self-proclaimed cleric for more than 16 hours. 
man can you imagine you go out for coffee and now your ass in a 16 hour hostage situation and all you want to was some starbucks no you know you got a shit too because it's coffee you're gonna call in to work be like yeah i ain't gonna be able to make it yeah being hell hostage but like you know what turn to this the goddamn last time justin you're fired but like no 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 turn to wsoc i'm on tv that's me i'm waving at you with the gun to my head please look i would call out and be like yo I'm, sne- I'm snuck in the bathroom with being hell hostage. I'm really just at home. <laughs> just so I could call out of work, too. Yeah. I don't uh, see you. I'm in the building. <laughs> Where you at? What part of the... I'm being hell hostage, too. What part of the building you in? Yeah. Oh, I thought I called your office phone, not your cell phone. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, Sky News of Sydney 7 said that the gunman was one of the two people killed during the siege. The other person uh, killed was a hostage. I hate when they kill the um the gunman. Yo, I always want them to just be in jail and, and suffer. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. I heard like one of the dudes that died was like trying to get the gun from the dude and disarm him or something like that. I don't know, man. He died trying. Such yeah, yeah. Uh, get free or die trying, right? <laughs> um, Should have tried a little harder. Maybe I just hope he'll be alive. I just hope Wonga is, is okay. You know, yeah. that's uh that's our man from uh Australia, he is dog. In Australia. Yeah, I'd be Australia is such a large country, I I'd like to think he not part of it. Uh the New York magazine had, I I saw this yesterday, it didn't cover it on the show. But uh they said there was a team who had become a millionaire by trading stocks at his lunch. Um and they put a picture of him and they wrote like a long write up. And he looks about like about this dude. Uh, he is uh, of Middle Eastern descent, it seems. Um, oh. uh, but um, <laughs> Justin is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, look at his look at his cold, beady little eyes, mm-hmm. and he look he looks terrorist to me. Featured on a high school kid who made seventy two uh, million trading stocks, uh, the New York Magazine turned out to be complete bullshit. Now. In an interview with the New York Observer, the featured kid is pointing fingers at the author who defended the piece, arguing people should have realized it was a hoax all along. Well, I, it's not like the kid's innocent. He meant to trick him. Right. Oh, they should have known it was a hoax. It's their fault. I'm like, mm, fuck you. You shouldn't have told a damn lie. Yeah. But, I mean, also, this tells you a lot about the media rushing to print to get these stories and not mm, checking facts. Right. Rolling Stone. And now these motherfuckers right. got to issue a fucking retraction. retraction. Right, and then they want to blame the person. Like, you should have told me the truth. No, do your goddamn job and research. The fantastical story revolved around a Stuyvesant High School student named Muhammad Islam, who claimed he had earned around $72 million trading oil and gold after school. He looked too old to be in high school anyway. <laughs> right, look at his dirtiest. Jessica Pressler noted that Mo was shy about exactly how much he made. He had a lot of money, and according to the later editor note, note on the article, Muhammad provided bank statements that show he is worth eight figures, and he confirmed on the record that he's worth eight figures. Mo's reticence, it turns out, was due to the fact the whole story was made up. Uh, the New York Observer caught up with him. He told the paper he was never worth eight figures, and he had only ever made simulated trades in his high school investment club, which he pretended were real. <laughs> uh, Observer, what was your first contact with the new york magazine reporter muhammad islam my friend's father worked at new york magazine and he had reporter contact me then she called me who that friend's father is is livid 
you seem to be quoted saying eight figures is that not true at all no it's not true somebody is there any figure have you invested and made returns at all no so it's a total fiction yes Pressler defended her report to CNBC's Josh Brown, saying she'd hedged on whether Muhammad's claims are true and blamed the misconception of the accompanying headline, Reasons to Love New York Number 12, a Stuyvesant senior made 72 million trading stocks on his lunch break. The headline has since been traded, changed. I still think the piece is skeptical enough. The story says this is a rumor and draw your own conclusions. But in the piece, Pressler, who headed to Bloomberg News to join the finance investigative unit next month, oh no, to fire her now. You know what's crazy? She didn't even do research on a fourteen-year-old. How you gonna put <laughs> her on the finance investigative uh, investigative unit with real money, not monopoly I, I money? Right. We she... relying on you to check sources and and look at facts and shit. She gonna be having all the news fucked up. I bet he wish he really had invested that money. He should have been like, I have a twelve-inch cock too. <laughs> and there's right only one way to check on it. That's what he should have said when they came to interview him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh presenting muhammad's wealth as factual in her article she wrote mo got into trading oil and gold and his bank account grew though he is shy about the 72 million number he confirmed his net worth is in the high eight figures more than enough to rent an apartment in manhattan though his parents won't let him live in the, until he turns 18 and acquire a bmw which he can't drive because he doesn't yet have a license unsurprisingly muhammad a working class kid from queens doesn't have an apartment in manhattan or a bmw much less an eight-figure net worth the conflicts between Pressler and Muhammad's take on the interview have yet to be resolved. Pressler's argument now seems to be that her sentence dedicated to Muhammad's reluctance to confirm the exact amount he made trading qualified the entire piece about him earning millions of dollars trading stocks. If he lied, then he lied, she told CNBC. But I just want to be clear that we didn't 100% follow this lie. That's not what happened. Y'all got caught. You believe well, you it. you did follow it because yeah. you printed it. You pr- and you presented it as fucking... You know, you presented as fact. Yeah. The thing is, what did she do this interview? His after school program or something? Right. <laughs> <This nigga> was, <laughs> you could tell he was lying because, you know, nigga, he still had his lunch money, man. He was <laughs> a fucking nerd that made that money. They, they beat him up and take his lunch money every week. Uh, oh, I, no. He looked 35 or so. <laughs> it might not have been fucking with him. He looked kind of old. Oh, a Nordstrom uh, employee got fired because he made remarks against police officers. Now, Rod, you froze on my screen. I froze? Yep. Uh, Karen, am I froze on your screen? Mm-mm. Everybody moving on mine. Okay. Yeah, Justin, you moving fine on mine. All right. Um, all right. So uh, USA Today reports high-end merchandiser Nordstrom fired a Portland employee because he posted controversial statements on his personal facebook page due to the rampant police brutality affecting black men the employee aaron hodges who served as a sales associate shared on social media um in oh, wait hold on let me uh go back to it because i had to pull up the video instead of slamming the police i prefer a kenny fort approach every time an unarmed black man is killed you kill a decorated white officer on his doorstep in front of his family <laughs> god damn no thank you sir you went it. too far I mean, niggas be hard as shit at behind that keyboard don't they i mean they do kill cops here in charlotte that internet courage uh okay <laughs> in response to recent police down. shootings aaron hodges suggested every time an unarmed black man is killed you kill a decorated white officer on his doorstep in front of his family. Even on the street, the comment draws a strong reaction. Are you serious? He actually said that? I posted it on his Facebook page. 
Hodges has since taken down his Facebook and Twitter accounts, but a screenshot has been circulating online and no drawn course. harsh response. Critics have since gone after Nordstrom, where Hodges proudly worked at the company's downtown Portland location. His personal Facebook page included a photo and link to the retailer. What do you think of something like that? That's crazy. In I mean, it's cool, like, having your freedom of speech, but, you know, sometimes you just need to keep some stuff to yourself. Nordstrom apologized on social media and explained the employee has been fired. In a statement, the retailer explains, we do not tolerate violence, violent conversation, or threats of any kind. We tried to contact that employee or former employee today for comment, also to verify those <laughs> online comments. We were not able to reach him. Of course. Why do everybody act shocked that they were not able to reach these people? There's no way you assign me for the interview or for the one that's firing this dude. Because mm -hmm. I don't really know if he really planned on shooting people or not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he either making these outlandish <laughs> statements. Could you imagine him trying to get in contact with him for a, for a, for a comment? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you want, nigga? Uh, we'll just, this is, uh, John, Larry, Larry Johnson from CNBC. We just calling to see if we can get a comment uh, about the man. Fuck you. Fuck the motherfucking pigs and fuck that job and fuck them crackers that's watching this right now. Uh, you have a comment on the record that you like to say about? Nah, I don't. Only record I know is these black men getting killed in the in the streets for not having a record, Conky. Like, I guarantee that's how I went, dog. It was, nah, I was, yeah, that did not go well. Come down here and interview me yourself if you <laughs> want to find the truth. I'll tell you what I really said and he how turned, I feel. He turned to a 5%er. Come to 1708 <laughs> North Ridgeway right now. I'll be out front waiting on you. <laughs> Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, nah, nah, we don't, we don't know. I don't know what we want to talk we about. Don't, we, don't, we don't own a news van. We don't, we don't have transportation. Right. Shout, right. By the way, shout out to white people finally getting one back. <laughs> uh, black people, 700. White people, one. Hey, well, I'll come down to the station. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Right. I'll, what time y'all go live? <laughs> nah, and, man, we, and, we on your side. And that's why when he was old, they was like, oh, we tried to contact him. We didn't get in the comments. <laughs> mm -hmm. I bet you that's how the conversation went. He was like, fuck no. But the dude that fired him, though, like, <laughs> how did that conversation go? They went around the office like, you, aren't you friends with Reg? You're Reg. Y'all cool, right? Mm -hmm. Are you friends with Reg? Uh, why you asking? Uh, well, you know, we got some terrible news. We just, we, we feel like it would be better coming from one of his friends. Right. Maybe you could talk to him, Jerome. <laughs> yeah, dog. I get it. Like that, that, I mean, the thing is, they, they right. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck that we on, because we're quote unquote on the same side against injustice does not mean you get to go to work and start talking about killing these cops and be like yeah well he no. wasn't at work he was only on you know what i mean day. he you can't have a job and be talking about this shit you hey. can't like if this podcast was just us sitting around talking about killing the cops <laughs> and then it did somehow magically karen got laid off he'd be like that makes sense oh that makes complete sense yeah you can't you can't be talking about killing the police mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. get caught nope
Fuck the police. Fuck right. the police. Fuck them. Fuck the police. Right. Fuck the police. Yeah, we get fuck raided. Em. We get raided while we going live. <laughs> right. Then we're like, oh, fuck us. What time y'all go live? Nine o'clock. We know y'all schedule. I just like to say the thoughts and opinions that Justin had expressed exactly. are clearly those <laughs> the thoughts and opinions of Rod and Karen. Uh, but I do, 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 do. Police. They come to my house. I'm giving Justin address. <laughs> so first security and number. Last name. I'm like, I don't even know any Rod. Date of birth. I will, I will help set up the trap to get him. Roger. Right. Cause I'm not going to Oh, man. You, you want to go get some wings tonight? Uh-huh. We, y'all, y'all go get We up should up. go watch the game. Uh, y'all gonna get up early Friday to go play ball. Right. Justin gonna go show up at the Y and they gonna surround his vehicle. Justin gonna be like, damn, Rod texted me 27 times <laughs> to see if I was gonna play ball for sure. That's weird. He normally don't even text me at all. Well, I mean, I mean, yes for the 27th time. Oh shit, get on the ground, get on the ground. Uh, for years, Mona Sky Young. Has been behind the scenes, effortlessly crafting careers of Busta Rhymes, Missy Elliott, and 50 Cent, to name a few. Mm-hmm. Putting out good music. And in recent years, through her Monomy uh, Entertainment Company, she has teamed with VH1 for various franchises, including Love, including Love and Hip Hop, which uncovers the lives of women behind some of the most famous rap stars out. Mm, <laughs> good programming. No, they don't. First of all, that is not what it does. No, it is not. The, women, the lives of the lying. women behind some of the most famous who... Mm-mm. Nigga, what? Well, that's how it famous? started out when she did that Jim Jones, when it was about Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. And, the um, most famous. And, the most famous. Um, you know how famous Jim Jones is. Mm-hmm. We talk about Jim yeah. Jones like we're talking about Beyonce and Fabulous, Jay-Z, right? Fabulous could deliver me a pizza tonight. F-A-B-O. I wouldn't know it was him. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. P-O-P-A-J-O-H-N. I'm here with your pizza. L-M-N-O-P. Hey. Pepperoni. She is putting out some hot fire programs. She does, though. However, the producer's latest development project, Sorority Sisters, has drawn a widespread backlash amongst black fraternity and sorority members due to its misrepresentation of Alpha Kappa Alpha, Data Sigma Theta, Zeta Phi Beta, and Sigma Gamma Rho members highlighted in the show's trailer, which has since been removed from the web due to the uproar. No, it hasn't. I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to play it Good. right now. I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah, I saw it today. I didn't see it. All I know is my timeline lit up. The problem for me is the show's not really good. Good, right. But I'm watching it because y'all mad. Because of the outrage. The yeah. outrage, gonna, you actually going to make me. I had no idea the show existed until the outrage popped up about it. There's really nothing appealing about this show. I Like, the people aren't very. Um, and she produces ratchet shit. This is not. So why is this surprising to everybody? Because it's about a group that you care about? I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know about it until Sunday. People was tagging me, and they post like the boycott these uh, sponsors. Right, they, they sponsoring the like, show. Like we sorority not all sisters. in the sorority. Y'all wouldn't let us in. Yeah, so like, I'm not even. We we got we got to party all us outside. I'm like I'm not in a sorority. So why should let go? more should let more people in for free? Mm-hmm. Then we'll be on your side. What they doing? Telling the secret handshake. Think or you know what a sorority girl is? Think again. In the African-American community, we take our Greekdom very seriously. We pledge a lifetime of sisterhood, living by the secret codes of our sororities. And for us, sorority life doesn't end in college. Greek life is for life. I'm a sorrow until the day I die. By the way, I'm mad every woman on here is like 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see this being the way of life when you're in college or like very recently graduated right 
but like by 30 man it's time to like you can't be making this the focus of your whole life yeah because it's time to do some other things you can't be doing the tv show yeah, I, yeah most of them got jobs 401ks they working they yeah. like look uh that that was cool you know i go to some events you know support and go do these things but uh nigga i got to work yeah when they in town i can see you going to be like oh shit then my sister's in town i'm gonna go right something like that but yeah but this i guess it's just like ciaa in charlotte man <laughs> but that's different that's, that's one event. week right that's it's like Oh, for four days, I can go watch some basketball Correct. at my alma mater. These niggas trying to make a career off of being like, I'm an AKA. And when you step up to me, you're going to get some AKA, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> nigga, what? Like, you a grown ass adult. Like, you got to move on. How come? It's, it's amazing, too. You know the women weren't their first choice. Yeah. Like, you know they want want try to get the guys and so they could get well, all the probably, scandals. They probably got the something stuff. to work for that already oh, oh yeah if this takes off they probably will do fraternity brothers next and, year or something and, and it will because and you know niggas have less drama anyway it don't be as good when it's all men you know like that's why you don't have a lot of like love and hip-hop had to involve the women because men don't have enough drama you know we okay. have like too much of our um what do you call it um socialization too much of our grooming teaches us to stifle the emotions and only really display like anger and shit right so we not we're not able to hold down 60 minutes of compelling television That'd be some as well as women shit. you know women can express a range of emotions and uh and, and and shit so like if you like imagine loving hip-hop hollywood if you took all the women off it, it wouldn't work you just got ray j being when ray j's <laughs> around other dudes he treats them normal when you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah, when, regular conversation yeah right you definitely not gonna have a scene about a fucking miscarriage oh marianne and the big homie yeah uh, ross i appreciate like it. when you have a miscarriage nia long i mean nia um riley is crying and shit soldier boy like it hurt me too not <laughs> not a tear down the eye nothing i lost uh, too yeah, lost he went back on stage down. and started rapping again in europe anyway i gotta get some bitches so get up out of here please right so, yeah, they need women because women are much better at this shit than us. But like all sisters, we have our rivalries. Hey, Who are you? Yeah. I am a dream. She is me and I am she. When did you pledge? A few years ago. You ain't no real chick. I don't want you around her. She's one of those shady bitches. It's all sunshine over here. What is this? By the way, um, after watching the first episode, I'm assuming a dream is a paper pledge. She probably pledged post-grad. And didn't go through all the hazing and shit. And that's, but they they set it up so blatantly in the first episode. It's like so I, y'all I, didn't save this reveal for anything. And, and, and I was gonna ask, is that a different? That's a sorority I never heard of. A dream? Nah, no, that's just her name. Right, that's, that's her, her name. name. Not she's like she said she's a like a whatever they are. If they're AKA, she's like I'm an AKA too. And then it was like, um, bitch, we don't know you. I could tell something off with you already. It's so like. They hating on their own sorority members, right? And life? yes, and it's their first time meeting. Like they, like they didn't, <laughs> they didn't. Like it's not subtle at all. Like they should have did it more smooth. Like showed the conversation where she was like, "Well, remember when this happened?" And she's like, "Uh, I don't remember that." And it's like, wait a minute, why aren't you in the sorority? Like you don't remember that? And then you make it slower, and then next week you go, "I don't think she really is." 
blah 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 instead stay was like what's your name my name's a dream bitch i don't like you I'm like <laughs> what already i threw the secret handshake yeah. up and you didn't and even see it yeah <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't catch that oh you must not be you must not be one of us mm-hmm. you gave me regular doubt to nerve and the thing about it this is mona guys so it's not it's, so she gonna get the most ratchetest as people on see, this show it's only been a week they not ratchet enough for me the other thing is we they people man that mona they had like mona out here going door to door looking for ratchets like interviewing mm-hmm. them like mm, not they, ratchet come, they, they come to her right. right they come to her they probably came to her with the show concept the pilot episode recorded everything yep. so they you want to boycott these sponsors you need to boycott some of your own sorority sisters and you can tell they do their own makeup Mona Mona be having women makeup look right. These women look horrendous. Mm -hmm. Have you not seen Nikki and her makeup? Yeah. Oh, right. Her shit be okay. They should be flawless. And then, like, it be too much makeup. Like, it make them look even more fake than they are. But that's much better than what these women had. They makeup was hideous, dog. And they confessionals was, they wasn't on fleek at all. Mm-hmm. That's a business trying to promote. No, 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 not on my dime. If it's not a house of a dream event, we don't put the flyers out. You guys know okay. the tell. I heard you like the it girl in Atlanta uh, right now with this boutique. Have you seen me before? You've had a presence in my store. I really only have two weeks before the audition. If you make the team, how long is that going to last? At least nine months. It's getting annoying being so far away. I don't know if I'm ready to be done dancing. Did you really think that I was going to give up my dreams just to chase you? Do you work? My fiance's been very supportive. He's making a good money. Her dream is being a cheerleader for um, a sports team, by the way. In case y'all wondering. That's the dancing she's talking about. Oh, you're talking about them same women that sued for getting paid uh, a quarter per hour? Okay. she, she, She don't want, he's an athlete and he plays professional sports. She don't want to move across the country to be with him. Because it might interrupt her promising career of dancing for free at the Hawks games or whatever. I mean, can't she just work at one of the strip clubs in Atlanta? Because she mentioned Atlanta. I mean, they got plenty of strip clubs. Well, they don't have any strippers that would look bad on the sorority. So they have a woman that dances burlesque, but not no strippers. But that girl could dance at the strip club. She she could. She could. That's what they do is they get. But that's not her dream. That's not her dream to dance. She said her dream is to dance for the Atlanta Falcons. Can't you see? Well, who? Let that woman fly. Is that a dream deferred? What kind of dream is that? It's a dream deterred. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to throw no shape. I'm just asking. We need some booties with the butt cheeks out. Now, the leopard boot doesn't come in a size 11. The largest was a 10. See, that's what I'm talking about. The other thing is, I like what I appreciate about the cast is that these women did not have all the plastic surgeries and shit yet. Like, they don't, they haven't (laughs) yet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they obviously gonna get them by season two after they get their first wave of checks. Oh, all that work just coming. Noses, booty injections, all that shit. But these women have not gotten the plastic surgery yet. So they just like out of shape women that we know. <laughs> like it's nothing really special about them like that, which is hilarious to me. Come out, they don't never have my size. I'm starting my own shoe line for plus size feet women. You are so rough, so I'm coming to you first. I don't want to go to the outside people yet. I don't sit with the independent designers when they come in. Drink. Welcome to the big leagues. Dude, whoever pleasure, they- <laughs> Dude. 
where do you think what college did these women go to mm-hmm. and what sorority let them in because i'm thinking like phoenix online devry <laughs> <laughs> that oh that one school where you can send drawings in by the mail and become a draw uh, a <laughs> artist I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name, but I know what you're talking about. Ashford University. Oh, you in the cut, babe. You know nothing about sisterhood. Man, Kay, how long you been doing this? Ten years. So where you trying to go with it? I'm trying to have my own studio. You been thinking about moving on? I would have never thought this would come. You know mommy miss you when I'm gone, right? Yes. And mommy's trying to go and get stationary so you can move to Georgia with me. (laughs) It's to the point now where... Yeah, this one woman, she's a dancer... And her mom takes care of her three-year-old because she ain't making no money dancing in Atlanta. So her mom raises her kid. So she's not making money at the strip club. Ski wee. It's not strip club dancing. It's not strip club dancing. It's just like, uh, it was like, she also a dancer for a sports team. What are we going to eat today? We're just acting like everything is okay. But in reality, it's really not okay. Got money to pay them See, dues, and that's the scene. <laughs> First of all, hold on, hold that comment. Come right back to it. Second of all, that's the scene that no man could do. <laughs> like that, that like if, like literally within minutes of her friend walking in, she was like, hey, you know, I don't know where we're going to get food. It's the, but like a minute before that, she was like, hey, girl, what? Oh, I ain't seen you in years. Come sit down. So she sat down. Yeah, men like, don't have that range of emotions. Times are so hard. I'm picking mm. roaches out the cereal box. And I don't know where our next meal is coming from. And, and that's a man why be like, you got up. to get a little bit of help from your sisters sometimes. Is that right? And she's like, yes, that is right, baby. You know, we do for our own. Yeah. That scene would go so different. Like this nigga crying. Fraud man, what's up, bro? What's up? Come on in the crib. <laughs> yeah, what's up, dog? Oh, I'm glad to see you, bro. How everything going with you? Ah, uh, man. Well, you know, um, you know, I'm having a hard time paying the bills right now. Oh, um, I don't know how I'm gonna feed my son. Little, oh, oh, little, little real, Raekwon. Man? He, you know, he he got to go to school. He got to wear Kevin Durant, so I can't get him to Jordans. Oh, oh man, that 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 sounds uh. T- you don't want to watch the game or nothing, man? Oh, it's a game on? I mean, you know, uh, I, I would rather watch the game than, you know, this crime yeah, shit. I mean, if it's the Lakers, we can definitely watch that. What channel? Uh, Let I me mean, check they ESPN gotta, real quick. Hopefully the Lakers on some kind of channel. <laughs> Let me check and that shit, would, that shit would cut to a confessional and shit. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, this nigga right here is a straight up bitch. Soon as I walked in, I knew something was up. Because they was eating cereal and it was fucking 10 o'clock at night. You better feed your baby. <laughs> they come back like, oh, that's my nigga, though. You know, we was sitting there watching TV. You know, yes. this is a, a pretty big TV, yes, dog. That's what Bona do. This is a pretty big TV, man. And You're the, doing th- good. And the thing about it, people complaining, but you know what? You still making the rating sky high because you're watching. So I'm not complaining, and I'm gonna keep watching. No, I'm just uh, for a lot of people that's complaining. You're mm. watching, so they don't give a fuck if you complain or not. All they look at is the ratings. Yeah, the more they complain, the more I'm gonna watch. Find the article where they asking your opinion on should are you gonna watch it? I vote yes. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for more. I'll put the link in there. All y'all vote yes. No. I know we have a really, really good relationship right now, and I don't want to mess it up. I don't want Jordan to see me cry. So she have a pretty but good I relationship hurt. with I her child. So much. Hold on. I just wanted somebody to love me back. All right, what'd so you say? She had a, so she has a pretty good relationship with her child. Yeah, she don't see her kid. And she had a child just so somebody could love her back. But she don't love her own child back. No. That doesn't... Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Damn. <laughs> Mona, you so good. <laughs> she the master of that. By the way, man. you could tell as the season went on, because they have clips from other parts, mm-hmm. Mona got a hold of them. Because, like, they, they dress it better. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, they, I bet you money they filmed that pilot on their own. Like, Mona's like, look, y'all film the pilot. I'll let you know if I want to pick it up. Because they didn't do no confessionals. The makeup was not on point. Ain't the nobody they, got no rap career. They dressed like they was in John Hughes movies and shit. It just didn't look right. But I, by the end of the season, it's probably they probably be looking better. Mona's so good. Mona got an eye for talent, dog. She does. Yeah, she does. For talent. Oh yeah, they got one sorority member that's a white girl, and she used to be fat, but then she lost weight. And her whole thing is that she needs like to get her style and image made over. She gonna be the most hated by the end of the season, of course. If she look good and she white and she, <laughs> she gonna get so much hate. Don't make me crazy. Yes. I remind myself that this is what you all have to go through right. every day in the real world. So that's why I can empathize. Oh, look at her. Yup, she went and got good. I, was I knew they was dressing her down in the first episode. Now I was going to ask you, is there any light skin, dark skin slander? Oh, it's going to be white skin, dark skin. That's coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> white skin. Even better. So, and, y'all, and y'all really boycotting this? Y'all don't want to watch this? What's right. wrong with y'all? Just because y'all, just because this ain't got nothing to do with y'all letters. They can't even wear the pair of Vanilla on the show. <laughs> Why not? They can, you know, you know, once I pay yeah. my dues, you know, they got to do. Hey, you know, they got a letter right away. <laughs> don't oh, you, don't you put out shit. Don't it you? It was like Mona, they got a, she got a cease and desist this letter immediately right. it's bad enough y'all saying y'all in this motherfucking story. i almost want to go buy a q shirt because you know they sell it to whoever just want to buy it yeah uh just go buy me a, a omega shirt and just wet it and say all types of shit things. i do it all the time no he don't y'all whenever <laughs> i see a crime that i want to commit throw on my q shirt Mm-mm. you know what i'm saying then i say oh, oh big dogs is here and then i run out and i just take it off <laughs> don't you know? don't don't believe him they'll never catch they'll, me then when the police show up and be like no nah, i don't own any um right fraternities um because i'm so not i didn't one. pledge anything you see any brands on me that doesn't even make sense yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just walk in and i go shack was here and i'd run out <laughs> <laughs> i don't do none of that we mm-hmm. all look alike <laughs> i understand how it feels atlanta police have a disturbance. I have uninvited guests at my venue. She is a female with a white tutu dress on. PD is coming. Has been here. When I get questions and challenges, my guard just goes up and I go into boss bitch mode. You are a liar, devil. Well, I'm a good one. I don't know where your sorority is, Miss Toya. She's your sorority mm-hmm. too. I don't like being called a white girl. Can you see how you standing behind her right now? Step over here. Step over here. He's scaring you, little girl. Trailer park. Trailer park. You are so irrelevant. I'm back to your mobile home, Shanna. I was bringing up the banks before I was mm-hmm. And bringing up the banks will beat your ass. When I'm talking, I'm just letting y'all know the fakery is real. Don't smell it. The fakery is real? Not the fakery. But they mad at them or they mad at themselves for allowing them to cross? Yeah, shouldn't you be mad for letting these niggas in? Oh, you know they the worst. You know they the kind of person that before the TV show, they would do fucked up shit and then start ski win and shit like aka's we did this bitch you know, like they, oh they no we're not with her like, we're not with her oh, now mean, y'all not that. with her because i thought it was a sisterhood for right. life no 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 we she's oh, just, some of them sneak through the cracks only if you pay your dues I understand for why they hey man i'm on a different computer i'm voting yes again <laughs> <laughs> are you interested in watching sorority sisters yes can't wait 75 
first of all first of all this poll is fucked up it says are you interested in watching sorority sister yes can't wait exclamation point no it's an inaccurate portrayal of black fraternities and sororities of course more people gonna vote for that because it sounds reasonable why can you <laughs> why can you write why can you make the yes sound that way why can you be like yes because uh yes because black people are not a monolith and these people don't represent me any more than the next person why couldn't they have said that for yes that put yes can't wait i'm going to a different browser to vote too mm-hmm. <laughs> go in my go in the internet explorer get these votes in <laughs> uh, it's gonna be like the all-star game ballot i'm just gonna keep voting yes mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm about to get on karen computer vote yes I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna get this up from 25 percent Y'all know y'all gonna watch this shit. Stop lying. Mona, Mona the best. A hundred. hundred will fucking with black people. She the best. Mm. Oh yeah, she get a flat hundred. Spit right to guess the race as we're running out of time. Cause that's, that's a hundred right there. Mm, I just voted three times oh, while yeah. I'm sitting here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the episode where they eventually call that girl white girl. Mm. It's coming. Listen, white bitch <laughs> it's gonna be good yeah, it's gonna be real good mm, don't be mad it's gonna say with a neck roll i'm gonna watch the fuck out of this shit too uh all right um oh it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time but in that's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestant today, Jay Barkley, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along, and they races. Um, let me find my Guess the Races. All right. You ready to do this, Justin? I'm always ready to be judgmental. Details emerge in a popular DJ's, uh, the death of a popular Atlanta DJ's wife. Oh, he black. DJ Awesome. Details emerge Tuesday. They got too many words, letters in it. He white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got, he don't got no abbreviation like DJ Ease. <laughs> yeah, it's got too many letters in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DJ Trill says, like we said, DJ the DJ. I was like, oh yeah, he black. Mm-hmm. Uh, details emerged Tuesday in a case charging a popular Atlanta DJ with orchestrating his wife's murder. A police report shows the officers were immediately suspicious of the details following his nine one one call. <laughs> what was? I wish we had that. <laughs> My wife is she's dead because she's she's so dead. I think it was <laughs> think it was some black guys. Andre Jason Pugh. Known professionally as DJ Awesome. Andre or DeAndre? Andre. Hmm. Called okay. no, police November 23rd to report that his wife had been killed. His account of what happened to Tiffany Nicole Jackson Pugh uh, immediately raised questions, the report said. When police found her, Wait, one of her. Is Tiffany Nicole. Tiffany Nicole Jackson, Jackson Pugh. Pugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of her young children clung to her. She lay dead on the bed. Oh, on Saturday, Pugh was arrested and booked in the Fulton County Jail on charges related to his wife's death. He's being held on murder, conspiracy, and burglary charges. Pugh's a, a burglary. Is this an actual wife or a wifey? 
wife i, I guess <laughs> i don't know his alleged accomplice adrian hartley of alpharetta was also arrested and charged in tiffany's death both men were denied bond and waived court appearances this week mm, uh-oh ha- they, mm-hmm. what context clues harley the suspected trigger man was a pallbearer at her funeral damn oh, they black they black shit <laughs> black. who does this <laughs> i killed this trick and now i'm gonna hold her casket black people <laughs> i tell you baby pew a disc jockey at club onyx called 911 operator that said his wife had been murdered when the operator asked him if he had entered his home to check on his wife he said no what <laughs> how did he know she was dead then? My, my wife is dead uh have you on the check on her no come on man he said an alarm company was reported had reported a possible break-in but he just knew she was dead he didn't need to check <laughs> um the, the let's see officer david clickner found the 34 year old dj outside of his home in lake haven way waving his arms and shouting my kids are in there she is not picking up the phone um, <laughs> wait that's what they said <laughs> my kids are in the house she's not answering the phone he don't have keys to his own house or something he's not gonna go in and check on his own kids <laughs> but he think his wife dead and he know the kids in there okay oh he's not even gonna yell for them to just come on outside inside clickner found his way through the home uh to the bedroom and behind the closed door found a child straddling the chest of 30 year old tiffany whose left eye was swollen and oozing blood i removed the small child from the female as officer dow checked the post the female did not have a t- pulse upstairs. Police found two other children sleeping in a bedroom who appeared to be unharmed. In January, another club Onyx DJ, DJ Nando, shot and killed, was shot and killed in front of his home. William Fernando Barnes, 38, was shot in the head moments after returning home from work. No arrests have been made in connection to his death. Police said Monday, guess the race of DJ Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with Black, even though his name is really, really long. He's not Awesome at- and killing. where they live at but he's so stupid apparently not black mm-hmm. mm, he's black black says hippoloida all signs point to black uh says recognized taste black the the club play pays him in newports <laughs> hennessy <laughs> and chicken wings Just ah. so uh, racist dr dostak says one who can only plan for the first of the month oh <laughs> well, damn up, wake up it's the first of dj the month. beefs uh, <laughs> a rat a ratchet ass nigga who failed out of clark atlanta he black and ratchet light skin too this story is so black black the correct answer is black <laughs> and here's a his picture if you guys want to see what it look like oh he is dark <laughs> damn don't he just look like he? Don't he just look like he did it? He Damn. definitely don't like he can spell awesome. I don't even see his neck. I definitely should have walked in there and checked on him. Um. All right. Let's see. Uh, how about this dude? Um. <clears throat> uh. The world's worst na- neighbor is finally brought to justice after months of flinging dog feces and shining floodlights in the homes of his terrified neighbors. Oregon's Jeffrey Wright Leonard finally took things too far. Police in Eugene arrested the 57-year-old malcontent and leading candidate for the world's worst neighbor late last week after he allegedly hatched an elaborate murder-for-hire scheme against one of the many sworn enemies on his block. (laughs) 
never one for doing things the easy way leonard allegedly hired someone to kill his neighbor by using a vehicle to ram the man's pickup off the side of the highway and into a telephone pole well damn that's hard the degree of difficulty you better pay it a lot um leonard even provided a chevy suburban for the hitman whom he had met in jail earlier this year after violating a restraining order filed by a different neighbor as well as his target's license plate number vehicle description and route to work but the plan never came to fruition. Instead, the hitman pulled the ultimate amateur move and ratted out Leonard to the cops. The mastermind now faces charges of conspiracy to commit murder, solicitation of murder. Uh, oh, and solicitation of murder. We're convinced this man meant business, and if our source was not going to agree to kill this guy, somebody else would, Sergeant Scott McKee told Eugene, register guard. He added that the uh, blood feud stemmed from an ongoing, longstanding dispute, quite, parkly, par- quite possibly over a parking issue. Damn, killing niggas for getting in his space? Hey, man, you know that's the visitor space, That's man. worse than tiptoeing on his Jordans. Right. Tiptoeing on my Jordans. Court records show Leonard has a remarkable track record of terrorizing those who live near him. In November 2013, one neighbor filed a restraining order against Leonard, claiming the curmudgeon might run me off the road while I was driving. Shortly after, the, the man said Leonard promised he was going to terrorize me till I moved. It appeared he kept his promise. Records show that over the next 11 months, the neighbor renewed his restraining order against Leonard twice. He claimed Leonard reportedly hurled dog shit at his house and would blast, <laughs> <laughs> and would blast the neighbor with, the neighbor with a flood like every time the neighbor left his home. Mm. While this dust up unfolded, uh, a different neighbor filed a stalking protective order against Leonard March 13th, alleging he pelted her house with rocks, menacing her and her family with profanities and regularly turning his floodlight on their home. Being he was un, being he was reached at, uh, wait, being he has reached an unpredictable state, I fear that anything he says could and may happen, she told the court. I now have no idea what he is capable of. Leonard landed in jail twice in 2014 for violating restraining orders filed against him. To be fair, he at one point offered his own cryptic petition to the court that his neighbors stalked him and threatened him with guns. Unsafe, your honor, in my own home, Leonard wrote to the court. I'm 100% disabled fighting bone cancer. Totally interfering with recovery, stalking, watching my neighbor, watching my nurses, knowing their schedule. Uh, asked why he was afraid of imminent serious personal con- violence or physical harm, Leonard offered two words: weapons kill. The court denied his petition. Guess the race of Mr. Jeffrey Wright Leonard. I'm going with white. Check the chat room. Big truck, small dick, white. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Lauren in Pittsburgh. Uh, Jeopardy winning dog kissing only face every day hair washing cheese eating pita supporting pedophile only white people are crazy enough to kill niggas over parking spaces and have the resources to provide an SUV for the hit white is the cheese on his sandwiches white pink toast shenanigans for the wind wizite um, let's see creepy serial killer white threatening to kill Obama 2-4 that damn Obamacare white rager White rage. <laughs> One who want to throw cancer in the mix for pity. White. I checked the symptoms of cancer. Throwing dog shit isn't one of them, but having privilege to believe that. White. Oh, Glenn, wow. Glenn Beck is his personal savior. White. That name in the poop flinging. White. The correct <laughs> answer is white. <laughs> Let's go to the bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and race. 
Double the points and the race. That's right. It's double the points, double the race for Guess the Race. Bonus round. Justin's two for two. Let's see if he can keep it going. My bias has been on point lately. Yeah. You feeling uh, nervous at all? Nope. All right. Here we go. Round three. This is in the Washington Post. Uh, authorities in Delaware uh, have accused a teenager of killing his father with a crossbow to avoid punishment after White. skipping school. <laughs> White. Shit. Seth H. Ramsey, 17, is charged as an adult. Seth? Oh, wait, though. He was charged as an adult, though. 17. Hmm. With first-degree murder and possession of a deadly weapon. He's being held at juvenile detention facility without bail. Police say they stopped the teenager. Um, they stopped by his home. On Thursday, to check on 41-year-old Todd Ramsey after co-workers reported him missing. Inside the home, oh, police discovered mm. his dad got a job. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Inside the home, the police discovered Ramsey's dead, Ramsey dead in his bedroom with a single arrow to his upper ter- torso. <laughs> Shit, who was his arrow? According to, well, he goes by the hood, Karen. Oh, my bad. The hood. You've been watching too much Walking Dead. According to the police, right, that was (laughs) Daryl. According to police affidavit, the 17-year-old told police that he shot his father with a crossbow after skipping school. He said his father was in the bedroom from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. According to the affidavit, Seth said he knew when his father came out he would be mad, so he shot him. Uh, Guess the race, Justin? Uh, I'm going to go with Wigger uh white but definitely the one wants to be a little they treating him like a nigga uh black kids don't, don't have crossbows says markham well markham that's not a race uh Rob, <laughs> robin hood black dude would have went uh, straight to jail without collecting his 200 black wait black dude would have went to jail so you say he is black okay d as white as the x that marked the bold target in his daddy's chest <laughs> white boy out living out the white walking dead black kids don't know what a crossbow is white daryl on the walking dead white decided that appropriating black culture wasn't enough went with throwback no indians throwback to indians culture stiller uh white kids be like i'm killing everybody they scary white daddy was in his life white (laughs) that's that's black rob seth mcfarlane rogers myers godden golden i don't know what the race that is uh brought it at bought it after watching arrow white the correct answer is white some of you guess black How the hell could you guess black on that? Ah. <laughs> I mean, he killed his daddy because he thought his dad would be mad. Only white kids do. They probably call him by his first name. Now listen, Scott. God damn it. I, I skipped school. Gym. Almost. See, you almost got me when they, they charged him as an adult and had no bail. Um, you know, that's, that's why I say they treating him like a nigga. You that's why he, I said. You know, his dad probably bought him that fucking crossbow so they can go hunt deer and shit. That's why I called him a wigger. Mm, yeah, treating well, him like a. Uh, that's a very offensive term, and uh, I think you should apologize to Eminem. Okay. Um, oh Lord. Fuck Eminem. Fuck all the other wiggers out there. You got a problem with it? E- email me about it, and I'll give you a response. Wait, are you oh, saying Lord. wigger with a G E R or G A? Uh, is there a difference? Yes. In that behavior. Is is a difference? <laughs> In that behavior. Ah! <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lord. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bob and Weave, dog. Yeah, Bob <laughs> hey, and Weave. Hey, y'all get sent to your violence now. <laughs> you start fucking around. Uh, anyway. You got to channel your spirit, mambo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to prepare for the enemy. A rejected Romeo chased from his date's bedroom at Rapier Point was, has ended up in court. Stephen Cochran, 33, has gone back to Celine Riley's fat, flat, uh, or had gone back to her, to her flat on what was on their only sec only their second date sterling sheriff court uh, was told that the couple who had earlier been having a drink and listening to music headed to miss riley's bedroom around 11 p.m a short time later miss mm. riley's flatmates one of whom was a fencer heard the pair started fighting david mcdonald prosecutor said an argument ensued during which mr cochran called her a slapper and a bitch mm. a slapper? slapper with his cock Wait, calling someone a slapper? What does that mean? I have no idea. Listen here, you slapper. But it must be offensive somewhere. Her flatmates heard shouting and both entered Miss Riley's bedroom and saw Mr. Cochran in the corner putting his clothes back on. <laughs> he slapped him with his cock. He probably had a feet in his mouth. Cochran was arrested, was asked to leave the flat, but he continued to yell back. Miss Riley left the room and called the police and something of a struggle ensued between Miss Riley's flatmates and the accused during which he was shouting and swearing and saying he didn't have his jacket. Bloody hell, mate. <laughs> when finally outside, uh, he was heard to shout, Old Boot, as one of Miss Riley's <laughs> flatmates before making out. Oh, he called her a uh, Old Boot. You old pussy, bitch, you. <laughs> old <laughs> Boot. You old boot-ass bitch. Wow. Police arrived at the flat. <laughs> well, I never. Find- <laughs> Well, I do declare. Uh, that's a mix of Southern Bell and English. Um, to find Miss Riley to be highly upset and tearful. Harry Cocklin defending. Harry Cocklin? What? <laughs> How do you get to be a lawyer with that name? Who's presenting you? Harry, Harry Cocklin. <laughs> yeah, I know. Get, get the laughs out. <laughs> yeah, your honor is me, Harry Cocklin. I will be the, okay. I, all right, dude, go ahead and <laughs> you're in my courtroom again. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I banned you because you're not a real attorney. I'm sick of Harry Cocklin <laughs> around here. Okay, you put your Harry Cocklin away. Um, he said it was a date gone wrong, which had gotten even worse when the sword was produced. He said <laughs> oh, Cochran has sustained small saber scratches. No, and I usually produce my sword. That's you know when I know saying? the date is going pretty good. It's going pretty right. <laughs> Mr. Cochran said one of his one of Miss Riley's flatmates who was sport has a sporting interest had in her possession a fencing saber which would have up the ante. Mr. Cochran was scratched on the body in the end. I'm not sure how. One of the witnesses also indicated that the lady with the saber had thrown Mr. Cochran's jacket into the common clothes, uh, perhaps to encourage him to leave. Now you know. When I pull my sword, she's also <laughs> usually asleep. <laughs> See, you know that the problem is, is that you let her be awake. And then you let her pull her pants down to pull out her own sword. You had to ask her, would you like a spot of tea and some Spanish fly? Oh, right. Lord. Mix it with a little bit of <laughs> Coke and a little bit of <laughs> cognac and... Pretty much, she'll go to sleep, old chap. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cochran and only Mr. <laughs> Cochran suffered any That's physical injury. Cosby in European. European real Cosby. <laughs> oh, I Lord. say, old boy, <laughs> would you like to see my Harry Cochran chap? No. No. Okay, we'll take a nap, <laughs> and I'll show you anyway. 
gonna see this Harry Cockle one way or another. Whether you want to or not. Um, it was anyway. Sores, man, they they bad. All right, man, we gotta get out of here because I gotta do this other show at eight. Uh, I will be on Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. So by the time you hear this podcast in audio form, go download that. We were on the Good and Terrible Show with Mel and CJ. Mm-hmm. Go do that. I was on the Hoopla Show uh, mm-hmm. last week. Karen's been on Slacker Pod. Of course, we will be putting up yes. a, a blog post showing everybody all the shows we've been on, and of course, yes. changing the RSS feed password soon. So uh, make sure you guys do all that stuff. Um, tweet. Uh, oh wait, no sponsor today. Uh, so until tomorrow, where we have Sterling, aka the Wound God, on at 7 p.m. Shouts out to the Wound God. I love you. I love you too, baby. I love y'all. Mwah. Come on, Justin. What are you doing? I do love y'all. Karen, man. I love you. Why I can't love y'all? Come on, man. I want to end the show. Karen, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.